What's up, everybody? We're back. It is podcast time, as usual. It is Sunday, August 28th, 2016, on the dot. And uh, it feels good to be back. I'm hyped you guys are back. I'm hyped this podcast is rolling along. Um, We're going to read some sponsors. First is the Edge Indoor Skate Park in Taunton, Massachusetts. We have two events coming up for the Edge. Uh, The first one is actually this Wednesday, 9 p.m. to midnight. We are doing the All I Need Wildcard Game Escape. And what this is, is it's a normal game escape, except in the beginning, before each game, before each match or whatever you want to call it, we're going to pull a wildcard, which uh, we have written down a bunch. But uh, I'll read a couple off just to let you know. One letter must be earned with a heavy backpack on which we like to call the Muska Challenge. So we're going to get a weighted backpack and one letter in the game, meaning, you know, just either or whoever, if there's two people in the game, one of them have to get a letter on the other person with the backpack on. So, And another one, let's see. One letter must be earned with arms in the shirt. So the same thing. Two people battling it. One of them have to at least do like a kickflip with their arms in their shirt and get a letter on the other person or whatever trick they choose. But just as a example. So that that's coming up. That's, like I said, Wednesday, this Wednesday, 9 p.m. to midnight. It's going to be awesome. I'm sure there will be a lot of social media photos, videos of it because it's going to get pretty si- silly. I believe there's a wild card where you get pied in the face if you lose. So that should be pretty good. Ramsey really likes that one. That one's in memory of Ramsey. Um, and then, once again, November 5th and 6th, we are coming back with the third annual New England Am contest. Um, day one, 14 and under, 15 and over, which is sick because it's all the young bucks that just have a lot of energy and are really going for it. And that was really exciting in the last two years. And then day two, well, in between that, we'll have an after party, and we're trying to actually premiere our new All I Need video probably that night. So, But day two after that will be the Skate Shop Invite Contest. We have over 25 shops come. They bring three riders each, and they just battle it out for top shop, man. It's pretty wild. And the cool thing about Skater's Edge is there's, like, every type of way to skate. Like, our course isn't, like... It's not designed for one type of skating. We had, If you skate tranny, you can get fucking bucked. Actually, one year, the uh, Persona team, they uh, they were just ledge skaters, and they fucking destroyed it, and they won the contest. And uh, they just, like, got bucked, you know? But so there's rails, ledges, hubbas, anything you can think of, banks, like, there's flat ground, like... Anyone can participate and kill it. And there's three of you guys skating together in the shop contest. It's kind of like judged off of like your collective efforts, you know? Um, so it's fun. And then all, and then this year we're adding on the Protex Snowman Bowl Jam, which I'm really psyched. This is our first year uh, bringing Protex in and, and doing a Snowman Bowl Jam. So we're going to do that. And that's going to be live. And like I said, November 5th and 6th. Um, You can follow The Edge Indoor Skate Park on Instagram and Facebook. And their handle is at The Edge Indoor Skate Park. So check that out and we'll put up all the updates as we go along through the year until November. And so you can stay up to date with everything that's going on. We do a lot of cool shit there, man. I love that place. It's home. Moving along. Moving along. Next sponsor would be World Industries. And, uh... We have a brand new apparel collection. It's called Flameboy Lives. 
because World was like, you know what, we want to, we we need to get on our online store and really step it up, and they gave me a chance to uh, to create a Flame Boy Lives collection and put it out there, and that's up there right now. If you go to worldindustries.com, we have some really cool stuff. We have a camper hat, we got beanies, we got zip-up hoodies, um, some actually core fleece shorts that uh, I've been rocking every night just lounging around my house. Uh, and it's got Flame Boy, the silhouette of Flame Boy down at the bottom on the left-hand side. Um, all top-notch, all great quality. All of it's made here in Taunton, Massachusetts, right where I work. So I have my hands on it. And, uh, yeah, I'm really stoked. You can check all that out. And if you want to follow them on social media, they're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at World Industries. And, oh, like I was saying in past episodes, my second pro model shoe is dropping in October which I feel honored, and I'm really excited to have the chance to have a second pro model. I didn't even think the first one would happen. So to be on the second one and to be able to work with my homie Colin, and he helped me design it, and to have input and create something that I know is a great product that shreds and that I'm really hyped to wear, and it just looks fresh. I'm excited to share it with you guys, and that'll be in October. And that'll be available at worldindustries.com and possibly other uh, locations um as we move forward i'll have updates on all that stuff so and last but not least each episode is brought to you by all i need um some cool stuff going on with all i need right now is our thrive prosper rise series is dropping our new decks are dropping next week shops have placed orders so orders have been going out to shops um Actually, skate shops out there, you can get our boards from Eastern Skate Supply as well if you if you want to pick them up and support the movement. That would be fucking amazing. But, um, yeah. And you can check everything out. All the graphics, all the apparel for All I Need. You can check that all out at alllineedskate.com. Type that in. Click the store link at the top of the page. It'll take you to our, our big cartel. And you can check out all the photos right there. We got the Thrive Prosper Eyes series up there. Wartime series is up there. Um, our apparel, our new Rise to You, which I'm super stoked. I've uh, been rocking that. It's dirty as shit, but I'm still wearing it. I don't even care. You know, when you get, like, something you're really hyped on and you just want to run it forever, I'm, like, I'm running that one. Um, also, we got the Trademark Tee and Camo, which I'm hyped on. New Thrive Tee came out. Beautiful. Um, all the photos are on there. Pack and Go is on there. You need a windbreaker. thing folds right up into the front pocket. You could take it if you're going on some crazy trip. Or, like, we all rock it on our Martha Vineyard trip. When we go out to Martha's Vineyard, we we camp out there, so we all get the pack-and-goes, and I fold it up when I'm laying down in the tent, so, like, it folds into a nice little pillow, which is uh, convenient. And that comes in three colors as well, black, uh, crimson, and uh, the stone color, which I'm really, really psyched on. Um, yeah, I could go on and on about that, but check everything out at alleneedskate.com, please. And something epic about if you cop something from our online store... Especially the apparel. Because the decks, I, I, I appreciate you guys swooping the decks, but if you see them in the skate shops, pick them up because that's awesome. That will give the shops more incentive to order them, and uh, they'll see that people are psyched on them. And if you've never skated one, please check out an All I Need board. Um, we work really hard, and the wood's great. It's great quality. The art's top-notch. Um, I can't say anything. I can't say anything more. It's just great. I'm just going to fan out on the shit right now, but... <laughs> I'm very proud of everything that we've created as a collective. So please check that out. And we're on social media at All I Need Skate across the platforms Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
today's guest is my best friend. I'd say he's my best friend. I can say that confidently. Yeah. I just never said it before. This is awkward. Um, <laughs> I've, known, I've known Jeff for like 20 years. He's sitting right next to me. This is why it's a little <laughs> awkward. But I've known him. He's my longest running friend. And me and Jeff have just known each other through ups and downs. And I don't know. I love this guy. And I'm excited for you guys to meet him. And he's going to be helping me out with all I need. The New England Am. This podcast, he's going to help step in as a co-producer. And he'll probably be reading these ads for for the show, which is awesome. And, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I, I really enjoyed uh, my conversations, especially this one, but all of them with Jeff. So thank you guys for listening as well. Peace. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Board today. Board today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. Oh shit. We're going? We're recording. Fuck yeah. First podcast. First time you've been on one, huh? Yeah. You've been recording? You've been listening to them, not recording. You've been listening to them like crazy. Pretty much all of them, man. You put out so much content, though, it's kind of miss a few. Yeah, but you listen to, not just, you listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, tons of podcasts, man. Pulled, my whole life. Like, pulled it up. Since you introduced me to podcasts in like 2009, it's pretty much been been on since then, man. On like Donkey Kong. Yeah, I got too much content to listen to every day. What give so us so many good things? Give man. us some of your podcasts you're feeling right now. I mean, my favorite's No Agenda. They do like uh, breakdown of news media, like the mainstream media. They'll play clips and just talk about the clips where people are, you know, just lying to you basically, where the media lies. They try and le- read between the lines and. Oh, you were telling me about this really yesterday. Rad. Yeah, it's really rad, man. It's kind of good way to keep up on current events and whatnot but yeah just you know sam harris you know stefan molly new it's pretty rad podcast is that the name are those the names of the show yeah yeah Uh, sam harris is waking up right yeah waking up with sam harris that's one of my favorites but he hasn't put out all that much content yeah i like that one too but i'm always waiting on his ass there's a couple that are really cool too like uh reply all 99 percent invisible surprisingly awesome Surprisingly awesome. What's that one? Oh, man. Sounds awesome. Dude, their latest their latest episode's about cardboard. Nice. Not <laughs> even joking, dude. They got one about flossing, one about yoga, one about 
Oh, man. Hockey. So they just, like, pick a subject and just get into it? One of their best episodes was was about broccoli. Nice. Broccoli's so good. Red. <laughs> and every time, they, so they pick a mundane topic, and they'll just start talking to each other, and they try and convince each other that it's an awesome topic. Like, you think it's boring, and he's like, dude, it's surprisingly awesome. And they, they have they ever hit a wall with that one? Like, they started talking about Scooter and no, stuff, and they're just like, it's not that awesome. Never. Even <laughs> even the one that was, like, frequent flyer miles or... Uh, uh, that one sounds amazing because they could hook you up with so much information on yeah. how to get free miles. It's so good. And it's the guy that made um, Office Space, Mike Judge. Oh, really? He did Office Space and like Beavis and Butthead? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. like, wow, he has a podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's the narrator? Yeah, like, the, the it's, it's really rad. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a favorite of mine. And they put out consistent content. What's that too. one called? Surprisingly Awesome? Surprisingly Awesome, yeah. I'm going to have to get that one. Really good podcast. All right, um, kind of off, um, off the beaten path right there, but whatever. Uh, I wanted to start with, uh, do you remember how we met? Yeah, man, uh, Chris Cardesi one day said, hey, I met this cool kid in class, his name's Anthony, he doesn't have a board, <laughs> but he wants to meet up. He was way off. I was not <laughs> cool, for sure. How old, are, how old was I? How old were you? Oh, man, that was, uh... It was either sophomore or junior year, so we were either 15 or 16. I think it was junior year. New Bedford. Because you disappeared senior year and went to Wareham. Oh, yeah, that's senior right. Year, and I told Tiago. Tiago, remember <laughs> Tiago Santos? And that kid that played Pokemon in the back of math class? And that, you, you say that now, and people are like, yeah, Pokemon's awesome. <laughs> but, like, back then, Pokemon. No, I'm talking about Pokemon on a brick type Game Boy, like an original, Yeah, maybe he had like a Game Boy Color, it might have been in the Game Boy Color days, but yeah, this kid would be in the back of class with his Game Boy. Old school Pokemon. Yeah, playing real Pokemon, not this Pokemon Go. <laughs> so, yeah, so Chris told me he met you, and he said, yeah, he doesn't have a board, and I had an extra board, so me, Chris, and Tim rolled downtown to the Black Banks, actually, yeah. where we were at yesterday, yesterday yeah. and I hooked you up with a board, and you hollied that that uh, rail from parking lot to parking lot, you know, the drive through ATM, right? Yeah, right the there. Bikes. The you, wooden rail? Yeah, you yeah. always that, and then you kick-flipped it, and you nice. did a three-flip or something, and you're like, yeah, three-flips are my favorite trick. I was like, dude, this guy is so fucking good, man. I've never <laughs> met someone so good yet. And you just came out of nowhere with so much energy, and you were just so cool, man. It was it was on after that. That was, was, a, that's, it was Do on. that again, do that again. That's the sound of Nux. <laughs> <laughs> For you guys listening, Jeff is like, um... By far, one of my best friends. We've known each other for how many years now? 20 years? Yeah, it's like 18 years, yeah. I was like 90... Actually, I might have been 97 or 98 when we met. Yeah, literally like 20 years. Yeah, right after Solstice opened. Alright, here's my question though. Why did you guys want to hang out or meet me? Because there was there just not a lot of skaters? There was, I, no, there, was, there, right? there wasn't that many skaters. There was a few kids. Like, you remember Tim Photo and his little crew? They'd yeah. come around with that big granddad camera. <laughs> we'd hit them up to go film. Yeah. And they'd, like, hide when we showed up at their house. They'd be behind the couch because you wanted to skate all the time. And they, you just had too much for them. <laughs> I was so intense, man. I, I don't even blame them. <laughs> I for sure was, like, too intense. That's why I was like, why did these guys even want to, like, hang out with me? Even you guys. But, yeah, me and Tim Rio were just on a... And uh, Cardassi at that time. We were just on a skate program, and you came in, and that's all you were about, you know? Yeah. It was a match made in heaven, for sure. Because then, after that, we just skated all the fucking time. All the time. Yeah. We just meet up at your house, and then, yeah, just skate in New Bedford. And the freezing cold, you'd show up at my house, it's like... 
10 degrees out and you're like, let's do this, fucking yeah. skate to Fairhaven, 19 degree weather, oh man. I yeah, know, there was times where I like, definitely forced people to skate. Yeah, yeah, you were the one motivating everyone, for sure. <laughs> to, like, to a fault, <laughs> for sure. I can look back now and be like, whoa, dude, I was intense. Well, I could just see how much it meant to you, and when you saw people that you thought, like, I don't know if you thought they weren't into it, or it wasn't doing what it was doing for you, but... It, you really tried to get people to skate. I was like, you super, were into it. Yeah. <laughs> I was to a fault. Like you I were said. into wanting people to love skateboarding as much as you, even though they did, and I don't think they showed it in the right ways. You wanted them to love it the way you loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I felt but bad because I for sure turned some people off with my intensity about it, but whatever. Is what it is. Yeah, it all worked out though. Yeah, it was hard. It's hard because when I was a young kid, it was like you know, you know, skating was like. My outlet, it was my escape. And yeah. then, like, when I'd hang out with people, we're all young at this time, too, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we're just learning tricks and trying to figure it out. And then I'd hang out with people, and I just would want to skate all the time. And mm-hmm. I'd be calling people, and they'd, like, probably be missing my calls. But you guys never did. You guys wanted to skate as much as me. Because we lost yeah. half that crew that you were just talking about. Yeah, it dwindled just, down. Yeah, they just went off into, like, cars and life and, like, yeah. girls. and Yeah, and music. You know, some music. of them went and did their own thing that um, way, too. Cardassi, yeah, right, with Cardassi. the music? Yeah, he's yeah. crushing it. How's he, do- what's he, do- what's he doing with the music right now? He's teaching steel drums at UMass. He's got, like, little, little classes going there with his buddy Lee. That's sick. So he's still doing the steel drum thing. You know, he's still in bands, all that. Yeah. Really rad. Chris is one of my favorite people. Yeah, New Bedford. Is he still in New Bedford? Yeah, yeah, he lives with this girl. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, went, went and saw him last time I was in town, hung out, got some breakfast, went and saw his house. It's hey. really rad. Oh, for you guys listening, too, these guys, Jeff and Tim... Uh, used to always, you guys would hook me up with extra decks. So you gave me a deck when we met. Yeah. And then, like, I remember there'd be times where, like, I'd break my board, and then, like, I'd beg you guys for your board, because yeah. I would, like, know that, like, your families would get you a new one. Like, you could yeah. talk them into it. Or at least Tim. Even though it wouldn't be easy, it was, like, yeah. I knew, like, you guys had a means to get it. <laughs> I was always down for hooking you up with boards, man. I do remember one time, though, because you didn't have a board. And, uh, you know that handicap... Thing we were just driving by yesterday, and you're like, oh, thing's been there forever. Right across the street from that's that little two-stair, right? Yeah. And I had that Heath Kirchhart birdhouse board with the with the little fuzzy different colored things on it. Nice. And you were like, oh, let me, let me use your board. And you kicked with that two-stair and snapped my board. Fuck you, right? I was so <laughs> bummed, bro. I was so bummed. It's a Heath Kirchhart board. And dude. you were just like, hey, whatever, man. It happens, dude. <laughs> And then we went to There's no way I replaced it. No, you didn't. But I remember, I don't know if it was that time, but you had a broken board that was still together. And we went in your basement and we were trying to, like, screw it together. Remember, we had, like, a piece of metal and we were trying to brace it and screw it together with, like, an L bracket, dude. Yeah. That shit was so ghetto. Trying to, like, drill screws into the side or, like, glue it or, like, whatever. Just, you know, anything it took to roll around, man. And that was it, dude. We were just... That was our crew, man. Me, you, Tim. What'd your families think of me? Or what'd your family think of me? Oh, my family loved you, man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I know they loved me, but at first, they must have been weirded out. Because I was definitely like a dirty, ghetto little kid who would just like show up at your house and you guys would feed me and shit. They were like, so accepting, though. They, I know. They, they knew you were legit right off the bat. Dude. Your they mom's always you. been a sweetheart. Yeah. And your dad was awesome. Because you were a little wild back then, but you've always been like super articulate, really nice, like... Yeah. With adults, you know, you're great with adults, man. You're amazing. You, you just, like, even when you're a little kid, you could just 
start running shit, you know? Yeah, Just yeah. walk up and gain <laughs> respect out the doors, man. It was amazing. Yeah. Adults, adults were easy to talk to, for sure. Yeah. Even now, it's like... And you were real low-key, man. We had a refrigerator full of leftovers and shit, and you were just down for that brick of ramen, man. You were, fuck, you were like, nope, I just need the ramen. <laughs> Don't even cook it. Just smash it up in the package. <laughs> Still can't get away from that. I try. I'm trying. Like, I have a little bit of money, like, enough to just, like, buy nice groceries yeah. or decent groceries. <laughs> Still getting that ramen. Dude, that's the way to go. Fuck it. Every time I'm checking out, I think that. I'm like, why am I buying this still? Why? And it's because I genuinely love it. It's comfort like, food. Yeah. Now I just add stuff. I'll, like, throw an egg in there, some vegetables from the garden, which I'll show oh, you. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah, like, not the ramen I used to do then. Dude, we'll get that garden going pretty sweet, though. It's going to be rad. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, okay, you so... You're so, going to make it bigger? Yeah, for sure. We're going to add on because we got tomatoes, zucchinis, green beans. We had peppers, as you can see on the left-hand side in the far back. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but they just, nothing came of it. But they, I think they started growing too late in the season, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know much about gardening. I only know what I've experienced. I've yeah. never really looked into it too much. The only time I look into gardening is like, you know, I Google like, how, you know, when to plant them in the ground. Because we started them as seedlings. And so yeah. I, my girl did. And then, uh, but yeah, so I don't know that much about gardening, but. Nice. I'm pretty stoked to get that thing going. Pumpkins, yeah. watermelons, I want to add on for sure. Um, okay, moving forward. Enough about me making you guys give me boards and shit, <laughs> annoying people. No, that was <laughs> awesome. I'm glad we had the opportunity. Yeah, what I what amazing. I remembered, what I remembered was like us just going to Solstice and probably annoying the fuck out of everyone there. Yeah, like back asking. when it was on the second floor. Yeah, up up above the library when yeah. libraries were a thing. <laughs> they're not anymore. Yeah, they're so funny. And we would just scour the city for hours, dude. We would skate all fucking day and just come back bloody and sweaty and bruised. And, like, that was the best. I mean, we still do that. We did that yesterday. But we just drive around now. It was definitely different back then because we had no... I didn't know about the skate industry, you know? Yeah. All I knew about was skateboarding. Yeah. Just doing it. We knew a few people, you know, through Solstice and like Fiberl, Martin and all them were getting hooked up. And people, were, well, Solstice was so, making skate videos, so that yeah. was like kind of what turned us on, I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That there was like an industry behind it. But yeah, it was just so pure back then, man. It was just skateboarding every day. We'd go out 8 to 8. Yeah, you know, and just skate twelve hours. Yeah, we a didn't day. even have cameras or phones or nothing. nothing no, this was just, long time. Ago. Yeah, we were just skating, man. Dinosaur just, days. No filming, nothing. That's the totally fun. different time. Yeah, it must be weird nowadays because kids probably have iPhones right away, so they're filming themselves without. Yeah. Like we would just skate to get like skate to learn tricks to have fun. Like yeah. to, there was no covering it. Like yeah. it must be weird now when kids are coming up because they could like learn a kickflip and they're already filming and like broadcasting. Yeah, that's strange to think. That kind of just tripped me out. A yeah, little. just out the gates, they're like trying to get clips. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy to me. Yeah. we like, didn't think about that till. Damn, I got a cheap video camera one Christmas. Like. I don't know, maybe five years after I started skating, and still we'd play around with it, and, you know, like out in Tim's front yard with the launch ramp and whatnot, yeah. bring it out skating, but yeah, no, we weren't even thinking about, like, filming tricks and yeah. making a part. Yeah, because I feel like then skating wasn't, it hadn't matured to where it's at now, like, 
Like back then, we didn't even think about like careers or positions or team managers or filmers or like anything involved. Where you were just thinking, let's go skate. You know what I mean? Now people can get into it and see that there's a whole like industry and ways to get involved. So kids, kids aspire to like be pro or be a team manager or be a filmer or be like whatever, like a grunt working in a warehouse. Like just aspire to like be involved with skating now, and they know it's a possibility. Because then we didn't have a fucking clue Mm -hmm. until we met. Really, until we saw Solstice, and then some of those dudes were getting flown like from America. Is that the right word? Flown? Does that sound yeah, yeah. dirty? <laughs> flown? A little dirty, yeah. I've yeah. flown her. <laughs> sounds dirty when you say it like that. <laughs> Get flo- getting flowed, I think. A flow? Flown or flowed? You want to hear something funny? What is that? Uh, we do an all-I-need trip to Martha's Vineyard almost every year. Yeah, Which yeah. we're saying you got to come on. Sick, I'm hyped. Um, but I always like that this might be too much information. Whatever, fuck it. <laughs> it's Shetler show. Shit gets weird. Um... I was talking to the dudes and I was just like, if you jerk off on a, if you jerk off on a fucking ferry, because you have to take a ferry to go over there, it's called a floaty. Because <laughs> they were talking about that. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Let that's me, let me just preface all this. <laughs> I don't even know, like I guess I should have done that in the beginning, that's the definition of the word, but let me start here. It's Sunday. It's the day Jesus took his sandals off and relaxed. Hey, we're both Jesus age, too. 33. Really? Yeah, yeah that's Jesus true. Jesus died at 33. Same age, yeah. Wow, that's true. Yeah. Well, anyways, and I'm not religious, and I don't really think you are that religious. Not, no. no. But anyways, it's Sunday. It's our day off. There's no work. We can talk about jerking off on ferries if we want. <laughs> like, this is fine. This is like two good friends. We've known each other for 20 years. Yeah, no rules. Same age, 33. Larry Bird, Larry Legend. Yeah, there you go. It's nice. The bird age, man. I like it. Um, okay. <clears throat> we got a lot to talk about. We let's, let's get into how you ended up here. Because, well, you moved from Massachusetts and you moved out to Long Beach. How did that happen? I don't even remember, and I should. Yeah, yeah. Well, back in 2004, uh, Birdhouse. When I was brought, skating for them, right? Yeah, you yeah. were riding for Birdhouse, so they brought, you know, you, Seamus, and. Uh, Susky and Westgate? Susky, right? Westgate. I don't think Westgate was living in Long Beach, though. He didn't come first, because I remember when I quit Fibro to ride for Birdhouse. I didn't tell, I just told Brandon I was quitting, and I remember he was, like, super upset and nervous about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, but I, like, in my head, I knew that we were going to, take like, have him come with us, but I just didn't, it wasn't, like, set in stone, so I didn't say that. Like, hey, we're going to get you to come with us, like. Yeah, you couldn't get his hopes up in case it fell through. Yeah, exactly. So it was me, Susky, Seamus, and then Westgate came later. Yeah, and then a few, you know, a few other dudes were living at the spot. But yeah, you guys had a spot, and no, no one was paying rent. So yeah. you called me up, and you were like, "Hey, you guys, you should you should come out here." Yeah. And I was like, Are "You serious?" You're like, "Yeah, just come stay on my floor." So mm-hmm. me and Mike Hathaway were like, "Oh hell yeah, dude. kickflip we Mike." Like, yeah, kickflip Mike. We were like, "Hell yeah, dude, we're definitely doing this." <laughs> so we did that, and uh, yeah, just packed up the van, and the trip was. Oh, you guys drove, that's yeah, right. Yeah, we drove cross-country. It was Mike Hathaway, Ryan Toole, yes. Tim Ryu, and Tim Perry, who you told, I think you told him not to come. You told him he couldn't stay. I'm but he sure. told us, he's like, yeah, yeah, Shetler says it's cool, I can go. <laughs> so we're having, And that's like, why, because he's a liar. Yeah, yeah, so we're in, like, Kansas or some shit, when you're like, are you fucking kidding me, Tim Perry's with you? I was like, oh, man. And so, I loved him, but I just knew who he, I knew what type of dude he was, and I was like, look, you're awesome, but you're definitely not. You're yeah. not allowed to come. You're too wild. Yeah, we love you, Tim, man. 
It's all real. We We're just being it's all love. But 100% honest right now. But yeah, being honest, Shadow told you you weren't you weren't gonna be able to stay, but you came anyway, which is dope. Yeah, it ended and, up being uh, fun. Yeah, we drove cross country and stayed with you for like two months, I think, before we were even able to get our own spot. But yeah, did we, you make any stops on, on the way across the country? Oh did yeah, we stopped everywhere. The first night. Um, the first skate. day we drove 21 hours straight to Louisville to skate that crazy nice. park with the full loop. I've been there. It's amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. so sick. And at the time, that was groundbreaking too because there wasn't that many parks. Yeah, like, there were no big parks like that. Across the state, near country us. like that, yeah. Yeah, so we got to skate that. That was amazing, dude. I just remember we rolled up at like... It was like the middle of the night, maybe like 12 o'clock, and we skated till like 4 in the morning, dude. Just got the best session in. And you can do that because it's like a couple blocks big and long. Like you could... So big. There's like four skate parks packed into one yeah, giant. Yeah, the thing was so huge. I still have such vivid memories should we, of that. We should give that a name, like a metropolis, like a like when skate parks get so big. Imagine, <laughs> yeah, if there was yeah. a, imagine if there was just a city that was a fucking full skate park. That'd be sick. It's coming to that, man. That's There's a good so idea. There's space in middle America, dude. Like, Skatopia could be... There could be more than one skate. We should build update. fucking cities. Skateboarders should build cities. That would be sick, man. Oh, yeah, I just got skater. the chills. <laughs> I just got the chills. <laughs> they built cities. They built New York City. Imagine we built New York skater version. Dude, there's a lot of land out there. You could live nothing. there. You could live there and you could fucking skate wherever, whatever. <laughs> Maybe it's not a skate park, but it's designed specifically. The whole city's designed for skateboarding. That would be right. People just move in. It would suck, though, because then there would be ghettos, too, you know? Like, not everyone could afford to live in the skate city. <laughs> like, everything's built, like, specifically with skaters, all different genres, like, bank the wall, handrails, like, whatever. But then there would be the ghettos where, like, there's no spots, and you're just kind of, yeah. like, they're just, like, you're not, you don't live downtown Manhattan, so, like, yeah, you yeah. can't skate the bank. You have to come visit and trip. That would suck. Yeah, it happens. But whatever, it'd be the height to build a skate city. Yeah, that's what happens in cities. Damn. But yeah, man, cross country. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so we went down Louisville. We hit that one first. That was the only plan we had going cross country. 21 was, hours just charging. Yeah, just to do that because we just wanted to skate that park. So we did 21 hours straight. And then we were going to go the southern route, like through Texas and all that. But I think Tim Rio wanted to hit up Denver because there was a sweet park in Denver. None of us had ever been to Colorado. So we just kind of went up through the middle. And drove through Middle America, which there's nothing there. Corn dude. It's amazing. There's a lot of corn. For yeah, sure. it just fields for days, like three days worth of driving. But it was pretty sweet because they had all these cool national parks where you could just pull off and you pay five dollars, like honor system. You slip five dollars into a little box. Yeah. And you can just pull up to these uh, parking spots out in the field with, uh, or by the lake or whatever, with power outlets and whatnot. Yeah, you could just sleep, camp, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And we all had tents, so. Yeah, we just popped our tents and had our outlets. I don't think we had phones to charge or anything. But Not back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, we're so old. But yeah, we just camped out cross-country. A few places we ended up getting getting a room. But yeah, we just skated across the country. Yeah. Took a week to do it, and then we rolled into Long Beach. And man, that shit was so fun. Why Why were you so down? Why were you guys so down? Were you planning on moving at that time, too? No, or was no, it just I, visit? I, I can't thought, remember. I wasn't sure, man. I don't know... I guess hindsight is a little different. I can't remember if I was planning on just making it a long vacation because I had just graduated college or 
if I was planning on staying, because it took me a long time to find a job out there. Yeah. Like, I had dreadlocks and all that. And <laughs> I kind of looked like an asshole for white, a minute. White dude with a dreadlock. <laughs> I loved it, though, dude. I loved it. Oh, that's actually a messed up thing, because I had a job lined up. So I was working for Shaw's at the time, and I got bought out by Star Market, and they own Albertsons, and there was an Albertsons in, Cali. in uh, Long, Long Beach. Beach. Yeah, so I had my bosses at Shaw's contact them and they're like oh yeah it sounds good you know he's got a good reputation with the company just have him come in so i pretty much had a job lined up yeah nice and i go there and they're like oh yeah that's it's all good and whatnot but you got to cut your hair you would think in california they'd be like yeah man yeah exactly we're down man that's just liberal (laughs) i was like you kidding me i just came from massachusetts to the land of surf and sun, and you're telling me I can't have my long hair, my dreadlocks? Because Massachusetts, it makes sense. Because in New England, it's a little old-fashioned. Like, yeah. people are a little more blue-collar. Like, you go out to California, it feels like it's like anything goes. Laid like, back, yeah. let your flag fly, all that stuff. Not white dudes with dreads, though. Nope. They Hating like, on the mon. They were like, Hating you gotta on cut the your mon. hair. And I, yeah, wasn't, I wasn't ready to hear that, so... How long like, had nope. you been growing them at that time, too? Cause you fought your mom about this too. She wanted you to cut the white dre- the white dude dreads off. Yeah, she did. She ended up loving them at the end. Though she cried when I told her I cut them. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Uh, I Weird. had it for like three and a half years, maybe. Damn. What's yeah. got you stoked on the dreads? I, don't I have no idea. I just had long hair for a long time, and then yeah, I probably just saw some pictures of some dudes with dreads, and I was like, oh man, that's so <laughs> rad. Like I really want to do that. It took a lot of work too, man. My hair wasn't the right type. I kind of did it the whack way, but I had uh, my dad just back comb it. He teased the shit out of it with a comb, just got it all nappy. Do you know, threw do some you, elastics in it, and the shit just. Do you realize up. how weird the, your dad? Oh <laughs> yeah, how white dude with a dread. Your dad helped. Ah uh, no, I call him out on it all the time. I'm like, you helped me do that. Your so. dad's awesome. Yeah, my dad's <laughs> awesome. He's right. Dude, I loved it because it took commitment and like you didn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. dude, I, I, I'm so bummed, man. I, I still have some of them in a box. You kept them. I kept. You them, have a box yeah. of hair. I do, I do. Weird. Damn, I didn't even realize that. Weird. You you and Bob aren't so different after all. We'll have to tell the listeners about that later. Oh, man. Yeah, if you guys don't know about the box of hair. BOH, baby. BOH for life. Made some wallet sizes. Uh, It was a little weird back then. Yeah, our homie had a box of hair, but he didn't tell us and we discovered it. He didn't tell us about it. He would, like, shave and save his hair. Yeah, I guess it was, suppose someone had to call him out on it after a bet. I think yeah. it was Dale had the cold call him and ask him about it. Yeah, because we were all drunk probably. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, whoever loses his bet has to call Bob and ask him about the box of hair that's hidden under the tub yeah, in the bathroom yeah. that he never told any of us about. <laughs> we just found it. It's so weird. So he said it was a contest for the homie that he was Oh, that's seeing what he said? Who, There's seeing. no way we swallowed that and believe that. Both no, no, hell no. Because it was too lo- going on too long. You throw that shit out as soon as the bet's <laughs> over, right? Well, wait, wait a minute. You have a box of hair right now, so I don't know. I do, but it's only one dread, you know. It's like I threw out the the bag of my full dread, so it's it's in my memory box, like my little nostalgia box. It looks like the Kraken, bro, because it's got because <laughs> it's like eight dreads that grew into one. So I have these little uh, ship bookshelf or bookends, right? Yeah. And I'll set it up like it looks like it's coming out of the water, taking the ship down. It's pretty <laughs> rad, dude. It looks so. Yeah, gross. I call it the Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> I call it the Kraken, but no, I kept them really clean, man. That's the it's the way to do it. The cleaner you keep them, the tighter the knots get. As far as like straight-haired white dudes go, yeah, yeah. 
It's funny, I feel like there was a, speaking about getting drunk and being young and stupid, I feel like there was a time we were in New Hampshire somewhere and we were getting drunk and we were doing bets and I ended up with one of your dreads in my mouth. You did, dude, oh my god. It was like, that was part of the bet and I had to put it in my mouth or something. I still remember that whole sequence of events that night, dude. To the point where we got kicked out by your homies girl. Elaborate, elaborate. So we're playing like blackjack or something, I don't know how, we're we're just like betting on blackjack, just quick games, like stupid shit. Trembley's got socks on his hands, <laughs> drinking piss. Trembley's been on the podcast, guys. Go back and listen to Chris Trembley's, because yeah. after this story, drinking piss. Yeah, so Trembley, like, we started getting weird with the bets, because we were sick of doing the $2 things. Yeah. So it started out with Trembley wanting to take shots of his own piss or something, because he lost the bet and took a shot of his own piss. <laughs> and then later on, did it for fun, dude. He's just like, I'm going to do it again. And took another shot of his own piss. Didn't have to. So yeah, we're making weird bets, and one of them is that I had to cut off one of my dreads, so I lost, and I had to cut off this one that I called Gay Tim, because it was all crooked and gay, <laughs> so I named it Gay Tim after Tim Perry, so I had to chop The gay Tim t- that wasn't allowed to come to Cali, but yeah, did yeah. anyway. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I chopped Gay Tim off, and that was the first loss, and then we had the dread laying around, so <laughs> it came to the next one. And Shetler lost, so he had to put the dread fully in his mouth, dude. Fully in your mouth. So you did it first. Then Joey C put it in his My mouth. My cousin Joey, yeah. Bro, then Joey C took the took the cake, though. He fucking took the bong rip of the dread. Remember we cut the tip off? And he took the fucking <laughs> full-on bong rip of my hair? I remember none of that. Oh, dude, yeah, so he took a fucking... Joey C, you're a gangster, man. Disgusting, I love you. Disgusting, but gangster. Fucking bong rip of my dreads. The reason why I remember putting it in my mouth vividly is because the only thing I remember... Was that the roof of my mouth got burnt incredibly bad from the oils or something? <laughs> it was like it burnt. It, I remember having the top of my mouth burnt for like a week, <laughs> and I was like, "What a poor choice in life!" Like, oh I'm, man, yeah, that's pretty gnarly, dude. Yeah, and I remember how we ended that night too, because uh, it might have been. It was we were at Dale's house, and his chick ended up kicking us out. But you lost another bit. Dale was on the podcast as well. Dale Raymond. Go back and listen. Yeah, Dale's a G We talk about being a chef and cooking food and his career and amazing. So yeah, the last bit you lost, we had to go outside and someone got to throw an egg at your forehead. Remember that? And it sliced your forehead open so you had egg and blood running down your face. (laughs) Fuck, dude. Oh, this is an embarrassing podcast for sure. And then we ended up at, um, I forget Forget what... It was Dale. Dale hit me in the head with an egg. Yeah, Dale I don't remember why or what we did, but I do remember bleeding egg yolk. Yeah, then we went and stayed at one of your friends' house. Nick Gonis. Nick Gonis' Across house. the street. Yep. And Nick is like Ferris Bueller. Yeah. <laughs> For a tease, like a kid who had... He was like upper class a little bit, and yeah. he just would... He was actually wearing like a suit and tie. Yep. But like all loose and like Spicoli type that night. Yep. I remember that. Dude, and then the next day we got to go shred Rye Airfield. Yeah. All day, dude. That was so fun. I think you had, you might have had something to do. Or no, no. That was back before you would have been doing anything there, huh? Yeah. Well, I did ramp camp, but that was before, I think. But maybe not. I don't know. I think you might have had something. Yeah, you might have had a little camp going on. Yeah. Because anytime I was involved in something, the homies was coming. Yeah. We did that. Like, anytime. Like, like birdhouse days, New York days, we were flying around and shit and doing stuff. Like, you guys were always invited as... To anything we did. Remember all the demos in California and oh, everything? Yeah. The award shows and like premieres yeah. and like. Oh, that was so fun, yeah. I, oh man, one premiere. Remember that Good and Evil premiere where uh, some dude comes up to you? He's like, oh man, I saw that 
that part you had, you had some footage online, and you were like, oh, thanks, man, like, all hype. And he walks away, and you're like, do you know who that was, dude? And I was like, no, nah. you're like, that's Heath, Heath Kirchhardt, bro. Really? And I was like, holy shit, because he was like, you know, full beard, looked like a grown-ass <laughs> man, you know, I'd never seen him in person, and he came up and gave you gave you props on some on some clips, and you were Damn. so hyped, dude, so hyped. I do not remember that, it sucks. I yeah, that was bad, dude, Heath came up and said, what up? Shout out Heath, man. I always thought he hated me. No, I might be no. way off, dude. Yeah, you were way off, dude, because that definitely happened. He came up and said, what up? Gave you props, and I was like, you're like, you know who that was? You were fanning out on him. It was uh, rad. Sick. It was sick, man. Good and evil. That was a good video. Yeah, that was a fun night. Billy, Johnny Layton. Billy Marks, Johnny Layton. Those guys were crushing it down, yeah. and like, the video was sick. Josh yeah, we had, had a lot of good times in Long Beach, man. Yeah, and so, okay. Let's keep the, the train moving forward a little bit. So we get out to Cali. You guys, you ended up moving out there, though. Yeah, we stayed. Me and Mike got a job and an apartment. What made you want to stay? Just the lifestyle? Is that yeah, it? dude. We just got to skate every day. Skate rats. It's like warm weather. Just parks everywhere. Yeah. You guys were out there driving us around. It was just skating every day. Because we much. had a van and a gas car at that time, too. Yeah. Yeah, so it was just, you know, a lot of skating, nice weather, homies, and then it was fun. Yeah, so I just wanted to stay as long as I could. So we got a job, and... Yeah, made it happen. I remember you were working at that, like, sushi restaurant restaurant on, like, 2nd Street. Yeah. Was it Yen? Yeah, Yen. Yeah. Yen, sushi, and sake. I would come in all the time and just get the California rolls with a Coca-Cola. Yeah. And just kick in and hang out with you. Yep. That place was sick. Yeah, those were good times. I worked there for quite a while until I got my job at the Hyatt. Yeah. And I was there ever since. I've been at, with the Hyatt for ten and a half years. Just nice. left, yeah. Hold on, I want to go back a little bit. You were talking about um, college. Yeah, yeah. What'd you go to college for? Just liberal arts. I just went, just got... And you finished it? Yeah, just an associate's degree. How many years is that? Two years. Two years? Two years. Where'd yeah. you go? BCC. Nice. Community College, yeah. Fall River. Yeah. Yeah, sick. They have one in New Bedford, right next to No Problem. Yeah, right? yeah, they opened up the New Bedford campus. There's a few yeah. downtown, yeah. Pretty yeah, it's a good spot. Just wanted to get a degree in something, you know. Liberal arts just uh, basically covers... All the basics. So if you ever, if I ever want to go back to school for a certain program You're fresh or on something, everything. yeah, I don't have to take like um, the basic stuff like hi- histories, maths. You don't have to take a liberal liberal arts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've already taken the prerequisites, yeah. like the basic education prerequisites for any type of program I wanted to go into. So that's basically what I did, and it just, you know, I just wanted to get a go to college afterwards. Just, did just you go to college because of your parents, or did you actually just want to go check it out and see? Or? I just wanted to go check it out and just do it, just to do it, you know? Were you planning Because I knew if I took a year off, I'd never go back. So I figured if I didn't do it then, I was never going to do it. And I was right. I wouldn't have done it. I know I wouldn't have done it. Because <laughs> yeah. I still planned on going back. I have even signed up in Long Beach, signed up, registered, never went. So Really? Yeah, so I figured... Do it well, now. Because what's the point of going if you don't really know why you're going to go and what you're going to use it exactly, for? Exactly, yeah. Because you could learn, especially nowadays, you could learn whatever you want to learn online if you got the ambition and you want to, like, there's a lot of fucking information out there, you know? So, yeah. like. And I don't know if I thought about it like this at the time, but I just didn't want to set myself up for something that I wasn't going to like and invest in a future that I wasn't into. Yeah. So Which I'd, a lot of people do. Yeah. They feel pressured to go the normal route and just, like, yeah. against their happiness, you know? Which is, like,. Yeah. That, that's shitty when society or people or anyone would put you in a box like that. But yeah. it was nothing like that with you. you were no, no. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just wanted to do it. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, college was bad, man. I had a really good time. I actually liked it a lot more than high school just because 
I don't know, man. The atmosphere was totally different. Everyone that was there wanted to be there. Yeah. The teachers were actually into it. Not that the high school teachers weren't into it. It's just the kids weren't into it. You know, ninety percent of the kids didn't give a shit. Especially in New Bedford High. Yeah, yeah. New Bedford High had what, like three thousand, four thousand kids, and it was like. Yeah, just in the freshman class, probably. Yeah, it was was a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. They had like different sections of the school. They had like four different. Was it like by color? Yeah, yeah. They had blue, green, gold, and tan house. Worst idea because you're gonna have gangs. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Color gangs. Oh man. Yeah. Each each house had their stereotype, which was hilarious. Dude, like the the green house with the Portuguese, you know, (laughs) preppy kids and shit. Oh man, I oh, used yeah. to love that shit. And you had to eat in your specific cafeteria. So if your homie had lunch at the same time, you couldn't even eat with him. And if yeah. you tried to, you'd get kicked out of their cafeteria. Get to the greenhouse. So yeah, exactly, bitch. exactly. <laughs> That's so lame. How'd you end up um, Long Beach to SF though? Because you end up, you said you were in SF. How long were you in SF for? The same amount. Five and a half years. Yeah. So I was in Long Beach for a little over six years, and SF for about five and a half years. Yeah, Quinn just, uh, Quinn had her dream to live up there. It was like her favorite city, so she always wanted to go up there. Quinn's your, Qu- Quinn was your lady at the time. Yeah, Quinn, my ex-girlfriend. She uh, always wanted to live in SF, so when she got the opportunity to go to school up there, well, that was her main goal, was to go to school up there, but she got a good job out of nowhere. And uh, yeah, we got to move up there. We've been there for five and a half years. And I got to transfer through the Hyatt, so I was working at a nice nice hotel there. Oh, you went hotel to hotel? Yeah, yeah, I just nice. got a straight transfer hotel to hotel. So, yeah, been doing that, living yeah. in SF. And SF's epic because it's, like, um, it's so different than Southern California. Skateboarding yeah, totally wise. different, totally it's, different. Yeah, it's more, like, a rugged and rough up in that way. The yeah. spots are more weathered and shit. Yeah. Just so many hills. It's so fun to just push around SF. Did you see any epic people when you're out and about? Just like daily, like see some epic skaters? Oh, yeah, man. First of all, everyone's fucking really good. Yeah. Everyone crushes it. You go to the park and just always a heavy session. What's the parks you go to? uh, Mainly Soma, because it was right near my apartment. Soma Skate Park, uh, or Soma West Skate Park in SF. It's under a freeway, and it's so sick, dude. They just... Someone that knows about skateboarding built it. Yeah. So it's DIY all or no? No, no, no. It, it's all concrete, but it's definitely professional. They man. got the right dude to design the park. Exactly. But it's but a city park, basically. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So they put it under a freeway, so if it's drizzling or if it's too sunny, it's perfect, perfect, perfect place. And it's got so much fun shit to skate. It's a little hard to skate. Some of the transit, like the, the one good quarter pipe, it's got a little bump in it, so you kind of got to... It's like it's pregnant, you know? It's like... <laughs> so it's kind of hard to skate. That's weird. <laughs> but dudes, dudes shred that park so hard. Like, there's this doorway with a little bit of vert going over. Nice. And that's one of my favorite things to skate there. I remember JV saying... Because I remember when I was little asking him about DIY parks and, like... He would always, I think it was JV, those guys from Solstice, they'd always want to build stuff that was tough to skate. Yeah. And I'd always be like, why? I want to, like, learn stuff. And, like, I want to learn stuff. Let's build it perfect so I can, like, I'm trying to learn. And they'd be like, yeah, but if you build it, like, not perfect, it's always going to be fun because it's not perfect. So you got, even the basics is fun. And then, like, whatever else you get on top of that. And I I got that. I was like, yeah, that's sick. You know, as I get older, I'm like, yeah, that's fucking genius. You know, but... But then I was like, I just want to learn stuff. <laughs> well, I can I can definitely see the the fun in having a 
like a somewhat shitty quarter Not rather perfect. than a perfect one. Like Waller, you got the skate Waller when you were in SF. Yeah. That awesome. spot that just has the um, ledges. Just the slabs. Yeah, it's got bag. these perfect little marble slabs. And there's a jersey barrier in the back. And it has transition going up to it. And crusty. at first it was real crusty transition. And then all the way to the left had vert and pool coping. Like three nice. foot with vert and pool coping. It was so hard to skate. I was a 12 year old just looking at it. Well, nowadays yeah. a 12 year old would get down. But then it was like. Oh. oh, yeah, dude. It was so hard to skate. Like, But it was so fun and rewarding when you got a trick on it. And then they tore it down and made it perfect. So now it's this awesome little perfect three foot quarter pipe. But it's not as fun, dude. I can definitely <laughs> see it. It's, it's not as fun. Because now you got to step it up to, like, now people, you're like, oh, i got to flip into it. Yeah, now I have to try and do a real trick on it. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> I just want to do my 50-50s and 5-0s, man. Come on. Like, b- before getting a back sniff on that thing, I was so hyped. You know, the little vert part? Dig in, Pop yeah. into a little back sniff. Now it's just, you it's fun, it. dude. It's you fun. do it, and you're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, now i got to try something else. Yeah, <laughs> but I can definitely see the... If you're into simplicity Trusty. and you just want to do, like, a basic trick that feels hard, then it's awesome. Yeah. But if yeah. you want to, like, progress a lot and start pushing it and getting crazy and dancing, yeah. then you're going to want it perfect, probably. Yeah, those are my two go-tos, either Soma or Waller, if I was down in the hate. And then uh, right outside my work, in front of the ferry building, there's a, they call it the island. Yep. And it's just this island between the Embarcaderos and it's perfect flat ground. Nice. You've probably seen footage from there. People, sure. Yeah, people... Uh, Always, that's where, like, the meetup is for all the sessions. So out and about in the city, any random, like, celebrity skateboarding sightings? Or even oh, celebrities dude. at that? Frank Gerwer, always yes. bombing the hill. I've seen him bomb, bomb the hill, uh, the street I lived on several times. It's Frank's, always good. Frank's the man. Dude, I've seen him blast the backside power side through an intersection. Like, yeah. Just like, randomly? Whatever. Yeah, randomly. Uh, Just cruising. What about Gons? Any Gons sightings? No, I never saw Gons. I think he lives in New York now, but... Uh, Booznitz a bunch, see him out and about, it's amazing watching him skate in person. Yeah. I actually saw him, uh, the day of the, or the day before the Away Days premiere, he was shredding Soma. Booznitz, so the thing, sick. the thing about Booznitz in person, I actually, I like kind of lived with him for like a month, um, when I first went out to SF, because my homie Dan Vellucci was filming for them, and Dan Vellucci like helped me, he was like filming me too, because I was getting flown to uh, deluxe. I was getting flown, flown. That's such a weird word. <laughs> floaty, floaty. <laughs> I was getting flow from a uh, Spitfire and Thunder, and they brought me out there, and I stayed with Dennis and uh, my homie Dan Vellucci. And I was, you know, Dennis was like, I think Dennis is a year older than me, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, we're like the same age. age. Yeah. So like then it was just like, you know, he wasn't Dennis Booznitz. He was Dennis Booznitz. You yeah. know, like I just met him. We were just meeting in a. But I remember he'd wake up super early every day. I, what to me, what felt like seven in the morning, six in the morning, because that's super early to me. Yeah. And uh, I would like be sleeping in the living room, and he'd walk out and go out the front door at like six in the morning. And then I would like go back to bed, and I'd wake up at eleven thirty, and he'd be coming in, and he'd be sweating. Yeah. Shirt drenched. Like I've fucking, never seen him dry. Dude. He's yeah. always drenched. And I'd be like, dude, what? Where what'd you do? What do you? What the hell? He's like, yeah, went, got coffee, skated around. Like he, he's out living life, sweating, dude, crushing it all the time. I know, and I was like, just in bed, because I I was the opposite. I'd be up all night. We'd be out on missions filming, like oh, lighting yeah. shit up, and like, and then I'd be recovering in the morning, and he'd be like, nah, fucking. He was on the opposite schedule, which I never had met a skateboarder like that yeah. before. I was like, this is... <laughs> but yeah, back to. Um, 
by his skating about in person is yeah. it's because he has so much power style and control yeah he has like the trifecta because he just does it what i've noticed about dennis is like nothing has ever swayed what he's going to do with skateboarding because even when he was coming up in skateboarding it was super popular to be doing handrails and like yeah. there was like things that like you almost had to do like sponsorship wise or you wouldn't even have a sponsor because they'd be like well you gotta do this blah, blah, blah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> bunch of floaty bullshit but like dennis never swayed his skating for nobody mm-hmm. and what comes with that is he just been so doing what he wants naturally and progressing and learning that shit that affords such a rad style because yeah. it's so authentically dennis business and dude he's not even like He's just flying around doing basic shit at full speed. It's yeah. amazing. Which you're like, whoa, so consistent. Like, if he yeah. falls and eats shit, but he's not going... Like, 20-foot to... back tails yeah. out of nowhere. Like, just the, the way he kickflips up shit. Oh, it's like, amazing. he's pushing. Like, it looks like the shit's in fast... Like, fast forward, and he's just got that power, and then boom, just... He literally looks like he's, kick push, is ki- he's pushing his board. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. pushing his board instead of just pushing and coasting. He's pushing, pushing, pushing. Yeah, he's, he's just one of the most impressive people to watch skate in person. Like, his footage is amazing, but just seeing that he really is that consistent and that powerful is fucking amazing. Yeah. He's, he's, one, he's one of my favorite people that I'd run into out there. And it, for those listening, if you've ever listened to Tim O'Connor's podcast, he had an awesome episode with Dennis Buznitz. Oh, sweet. And I was like, that made me like be super hyped on Tim O'Connor's podcast, but I got so pissed off because he don't put up enough. He has like 10 episodes still. <laughs> it's been like, feels like years. I'm like, dude, I get you're busy and all, but come on, you <laughs> son of a bitch. You owe it to skateboarding to have more episodes. You know what I mean? Like, how many people does Tim O'Connor know? Yeah. And how many people are like him? There's only one Tim O'Connor, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, you gotta do this. <laughs> but yeah, and that's that there's a lot of little crews that shred, man. Like, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Create Create Skateboards. No. Yeah, they just, it's just a little, little brand, skater owned. Um, and yeah, they got a crew that rips. They just put out a little video. Right. And I'd always see them around. They're all real chill. Just dudes like that formed a crew and started a brand, and yeah. just you gotta hang out and skate with them. Yeah, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, their brand's called Create. They're all pretty rad. Is it... I wonder how it feels in SF, because there's the big dogs there. There's Thrasher, there's Deluxe, there's yeah, like... Yeah, that's a fun one. Oh, I saw Julian Stranger out in the wild. Wow. Out in the wild? Rad, like an animal? Oh, so rad. Yeah, like it was a fucking... Did you have binoculars? No, but I was with my buddy, and uh, um, he was saying what up to this this dude that he knows from Deluxe, and then um, Jake Phelps. And another dude rolled up on on bikes and said, what up, you know, and took off. And, yeah, it was Jake and Julian Stranger. Wow. And I was sick. like, damn, dude, I never thought I'd see it's like like, mystical. the fucking legends. You yeah, know? like a creature, mystical creature out yeah, in the wild. Exactly. And that was the first time I'd seen Phelps. But I've seen him out in the wild, too. Yeah, he's always in the wild. He's yeah. in the trenches 24-7. He yeah. looks like he has been in the trenches his whole life, too. Dude, he looks so rugged Weather in real life. Fuck. <laughs> and then you talk to him, and you like... He sounds like he's been in like in war the whole yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, I only see him when he's drunk for the most part. Yeah, he's, he's pretty rad. He's just larger than life. Felper. But I've seen Felper. him. He, he was actually across the street from my apartment. I came out one time, and he's in like this old police cruiser that was his car. Nice. And he's going through the trunk with a few little kids around him, just giving them shirts and oh, shit. Oh, sick. Yeah, so he's just like handing out product on the street. So just, dope. Yeah, he's rad, man. It was it was rad being out there, just seeing everybody, and you know I don't know that many skateboarders and names. I don't follow 
you yeah. know, the mag's too closely. I don't remember names and faces and shit. But nowadays, it's hard because there's so many yeah. outlets and medias that it's like hard to follow any particular narratives except for the ones you really obsess about. Exactly. But I mean, you see dudes that are just crushing it. Everybody cried. There's so many skateboarders, man. That's the thing about skateboarding is there's so many people that are so good and have these things. And back in the day, they didn't have a way to broadcast it or share it. Like, you yeah. had to, like, go to the Guardians of the Gates. Mm-hmm. And, like, they would either make you legit and put you in a mag or give you a video part. But now it's just, like, a wild west. Anyone can put shit. You could put out a video part on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And the hashtag that thing properly. <laughs> yeah. And, but you know what I mean? Like, now it's, like, wild west. Which make is it on the right. skate line and you'll blow up. Gary, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I met Gary Rogers out in the wild too, man. Oh he's yeah, rad. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, he's he's cool as hell. Nice. He's <laughs> just a lot of energy, just like he is on the show, just hyping up his crew. Yeah, he's live. He rolls with a huge crew usually. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And he is part of the Metro skateboarding crew. Oh, he yeah, came probably. from that area. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, which is yeah, pretty yeah. dope. <laughs> that's cool that you. So you. So SF, right? We're there. We're skating. It's so beautiful there. Quinn, Quinn definitely had you get into the history of SF, right? Oh, yeah, the man. We, we were, like, full-time tourists, yeah. yeah. Even, like, till the last day, still walking around doing touristy shit. What was some of the epic spots for touristy shit in SF? Oh, man, just... Definitely see. the bridge. Yeah, the bridge is rad. What's the, walking what's over the, the Golden show? Gate. Um, what's the intro to Fuller? Oh, Full House. Yeah, yeah, how's it go, the intro? Do oh, you remember? Damn. No, I don't know. I keep wanting. I just to go. blanked on the intro. I yeah. just wa- I just watched Fuller House too. Did you watch the reboot? I watched like one episode. That's of, it, dude. You got to get to the Danny Tanner episode. That's the <laughs> best one because you know how all the adults aren't the stars; they just have cameos. Like yeah. each episode, kind of. DJ features. has kids now, and their focus is on like yeah, the kids yeah. and DJ's relationship. Dude. I watched it. I think I might have watched more than one. I don't. It's know. It's good, man. Once you get to the Danny Tanner episode, the dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. dude. So good. The Bob Saget one. Is it raw? Does he let his, like, standout personality come out at all? No, he's still Danny Tanner. Oh, okay. But it's so funny, dude. I don't know. I'm into it more, I guess, for the nostalgia of it, but... Because they, they were in on the own, their own joke, you know? They're kind of making fun of themselves with it, so... Yeah. You can tell they're having fun with it, so I, I really enjoyed that reboot, man. But yeah, the, um, that house blew up, because that house is in SF, the one that they used the front shot of. For Full House. Yeah, yeah for Full House, so there's a bunch of people going, taking photos of it. But yeah, all the sites there are so sick, man. One of my favorite walks was, uh, they call it Billionaire's Row. Wow. Where it's just this I like, hold on, say that again. Billionaire's Row? Yeah, I like the way that sounds. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you should see these houses, man. It looks like hotels, bro. And Billionaire's Row. Billionaire's Row. And I it's love the way that sounds. It sounds crazy so Crazy street, and there's maybe like 30 mansions. Oh, man. Huge, huge, huge houses crazy big and it's just amazing Do you just trip out when you yeah because it's there? in the middle of the city you know it's like everything's this close together you got you know yeah. thirty thousand people living in each apartment and then you get to this street that's just these massive houses gnarly huge huge houses like bigger than the more the, than they need for sure way more than they it's need. extravagance yeah. and they got all the lights on and the windows open so you can kind of see inside of them and there's no one to be seen <laughs> no one enjoying these no things maids or butlers see. or anything dude cutting so the lawn crazy <laughs> but yeah there's so much crazy stuff well that's gnarly there. so the whole neighborhood you're just walking through left right and you're just tripping out on like the big houses driveways it's, it's like going uh, like is there space do they have yards and shit no that's the thing they don't have yards they just have these big houses and they have kind of little side yards they're not right up on each other like an inch apart like most of the other houses in sf yeah they got a little bit of separation but they're just 
huge. I'm sure like some of them have like bowling alleys and theaters and shit. Well, it's, bil- it's billionaires row. So rad. But yeah, there's so many cool little things to see there. All these little parks just randomly scattered. So much random cool stuff in SF. Yeah. Really cultured place. Tons of art. What about food? Amazing. Do you have any food spots that you would go to or you hold in high uh, Besides In-N-Out? In-N-Out's awesome. The best burger spot is this place called Rome. Rome? Yeah, Quinn and I went for our last non-date. In SF. On my last night. Non-date? Why did you do quotation non-date? Just like... Non-date. Because we went out on a date. That wasn't a date. It was like a farewell date. Yeah, it was our last farewell date. (laughs) The breakup was mutual. Yeah. Yeah. You've had had Rome Artisan Burger. I remember, yeah. Oh, dude, that spot's so good. Just the best burgers, best fries. There's so much food in SF, though. It's hard to pick. Burritos are good. Not as good as No Prob, but... Burritos are still good. You can get real Mexican food out there. Which well, the, is pretty nice. We were talking yesterday, because we went skating, Nux. Good sesh. I hope that audio picks up. Try it again. It will. I hear it. Oh, it sounds so cool. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking yesterday, though, um, with comes to these epic cities, but, like, after a while, like, I was telling you about New York. Like, I can only go to New York for a few days. Yeah. And stay in there. Because after a while, I just focus on the, the losers of New York. Yeah. The dudes that the capitalists yeah, ate up. The system ate up, and they're not. They're homeless people and drug addicts and people. I mean, everyone's a drug addict. Everyone drinks coffee and shit yeah. or whatever. But, I mean, like, the Seriously. ones that can't handle it or have, like, a addiction to it. And, like, you were saying a bit about SF. And I remember going to SF and seeing it, yeah. too. And it's intense. Dude, it's so bad. You see the worst of life when you get there. You think it's like some parts are like third world country style with the people just yeah. in shambles you know, on their last leg. You were saying you on. saw someone that like had pissed and then he like fell down and he was laying in the stream oh, and his piss that was yeah. running down the hill into his face. Yeah, he fell asleep with his face running downhill in the piss stream, just like oh. oh man. And then yeah, just Every day, just seeing people shooting up, smoking crack, right outside my door, taking shits right outside my door. You know, it's just like, that stuff's kind (laughs) of crazy, man. There's a lot of that going on. Some people can put the blinders on, though. Yeah, yeah, some people can. For real. It's crazy seeing families out there, man. There's people raising kids. No, no, no. Well, yeah, there's, I've seen a couple, but like people raising kids around this. Yeah, like, there's families in the tenderloin. It's not just, you know, 20, 30 year olds trying to make a living out there. It's actual people raising kids around this Yeah, it's this not madness. just starving artists. It's also families, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't imagine growing up seeing that, just being jaded to that right off the bat, you know? Because it took all my... How do you justify that to a kid? took all my empathy away from me, you know? You see that type of stuff yeah. day in, day out. And at first you feel bad, you want to give them something, help them out. But you give them a dollar, they're right there tomorrow asking you for a dollar again. Or so someone you know, else, or another or person. Or someone else, or the three other people in line next to him, you know, so you give someone something and they're all like, what's up? Yeah, like, oh, he's giving out (laughs) shit. So you start losing your empathy. Hold on real quick. Is that next door? Yeah. Where's Elwood? He's right here. Elwood, come here. No more barking. All right, go boy. He's fine. Go lay down, you motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Um, it just, that, that one thing started weighing on me, man, weighing on my head every time, like right across from my work was one of the worst, because there's like all the convenience stores, you got the 7-Eleven and a few little restaurants, and all the street, all the bums would just kind of hang out there, just panhandle and sleep on the sidewalk, and you're talking like the financial district, you got hundreds of people, and then just, you know, 
50, 60 bums in a two-block area. Yeah. Just yeah. in the mix. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. It gets crazy there, man. It's a totally different It must life. be weird when you when they're hanging out outside your house and you have, you have to go through it. Like, especially if you're working a job and you're having an off day or something bad happened yeah. and you're already just like... Because you're, you're living, like, the majority of people, like, paycheck to paycheck, I imagine, yeah, right? Like, yeah. maybe not right now. I think you saved a bunch <laughs> up. But it's not like you're balling out of control. So, yeah, like, yeah. you're dealing with this type of stuff, and you have to walk through it when you leave your house. That seems hard. And yeah. then what they're going through and being able to feel it and see it, like, yeah. you're an empathetic person. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> like and it just, that weighed on my head, man. Especially once I started not feeling bad for them, and I wouldn't even notice them. Like, they were ghosts, dude. I didn't even notice it after a while. Yeah. For a bit. That's scary. And then it kicks back in, you know, you go through waves of feeling bad and not feeling bad, but... I wonder if it's, like, it's gotta be a mental health issue more than oh, it yeah. is a resource issue, because Definitely. I feel like um, we have, like, a lot of ways to, to survive, like, um, if, you're, if your thing is shelter, food, and, like, you need a little bit of work, in America, I feel like you could get by, you know, like... But the people that can't, like, it, that's why I think it must be, like, a mental health issue. Because yeah, you can't sure. have balance. But that comes, a lot of mental health comes from from trauma, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, bad things that happen and, like, oh yeah, no one wants to be that way. Crazy family life. Yeah, drugs, like, traumatic yeah. shit that happened, especially at a young age. And, like, it imprints on you and then you build up bad pathways and habits and da-da-da. And then you can't become a functioning adult because you can't get past traumas or your parents traumas and they passed on to the next and like yeah yeah it's a cycle man it's hard but that's everywhere that's a mental health issue though is what i'm saying that's not like um i feel like the stigmata or the beliefs was like ah they're just losers they don't want to work and i'm sure that exists too but i think the majority is like mental health issue oh which says a lot about the country in america and what our priorities are and you know like yeah. We should focus on instead of jailing these Well, people. a lot of them, I mean, you could you could get them the help that they need and they don't they don't want it or won't do the steps that they need to get it, you know. Yeah. So there's only so much you can do. True, true. Wow. Yes, I mean, I'm sure that that definitely exists everywhere. Just the problem with SF is that you can survive outside, you know. Because of the weather. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you're able to survive outside, so they feed off of the billions of dollars that's walking around the street every day, you know. Yeah. There's so many tourists that haven't seen that before, and they have that bleeding heart, and they're going to give them money, you know, yeah. so they can survive out there. Yeah. Well, I'm, I love giving, like, change. Like, if I have change in my car, and I pull up to a stoplight yeah. in New Bedford or wherever, and there's someone, I like, I take pride in, like, giving them whatever I have. Because honestly, yeah. like, if I, 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 the way I look at it is like, can I, I have this silver right here? And if I gave it away, is it going to affect me today? Yeah. And could I just, whether they use it for good or bad, at least they have it and like whatever. Like yeah. to me, but but then when I go to New York though, like I was saying, like after yeah. a couple of days, I'm like, sorry, you guys like cleaned me out. It's <laughs> yeah, to the point exactly. where it's like, I can't really give everyone something or there'll be nothing. It'll be for broke me. by the time you get to the corner store. Ta- you know? Yeah, I won't be taking care of myself at yeah. this point. Like, yeah, it's tough, but, you know, it's how it is everywhere. So that, but that, so, you're back. Yeah, yeah, so now I'm back, man. Which I'm, like, circumstances ex- brought me back. I'm extremely excited about this. Yeah, pretty hyped. Which I feel like you are, too. Hell yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> well, because, like, you, you're coming back, and when you told me you were moving back, I was like, dude, I think I, it was probably the same breath. I was like, you gotta help me with all I need, basically. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, you text me, like... The next day, because we talked at, that night, kind of late at night, and then the next day you text me, text me asking me if I wanted to help out. Yeah. Super hyped, dude. And I feel you know like, I'm down. Yeah, I know, and I feel like it's a meant to be. It's like a good fit because 
you have been there from the beginning. Like we've known each other for twenty years. You were there before all I all I need existed. The idea, the concept, yeah. and uh, you helped forge it. You were in the first video and like surviving the times and the original all I need and like mm-hmm. you were there for like the foundation that built into the idea that became what the brand. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So if you get it, you helped it. Like yeah, I definitely get the mindset. Definitely. So I need your help with like team manager stuff, and you're gonna actually sit in on the podcast and be like a producer, co-producer with me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, hopefully be able to have Google on 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 fucking sides real quick in case because a lot of times you know during shows and shit yeah, like you start talking about topics something. yeah start talking about something and you're like I wish we just google it but you're so yeah. engaged it's nice to have some of them hook up the information and yeah yeah so you can focus on you know the guests you have on instead of the searching fact checking typing, yeah. fact checking the bullshit you're talking yeah it puts a stop <laughs> but yeah it puts a stop to the show so I can check every other word I say because yeah, I don't know yeah. shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think it'll be really rad sitting in on those yeah yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm really excited. And what's cool is, like, um, you're going to stay here. You're going to move into the house, which yep. is rad. And I really want to move all I need. We have a warehouse spot for all I need in Taunton, Mass. It's at my work where we do screen printing and embroidery and all that stuff. But I want to move our warehouse space into the house because we have this whole garage that's, like, it could fit, like, two, three, like a couple cars in there, you know? And like. Yep. Yep. I feel like if your dad built some shelving, that'd be sick. Yeah. And since I worked at the screen printing embroidery, I know about all shipping and all that stuff. So we could like set it all up at the house and just, you know, it'll be tight. You could help me. We could help each other on that end with shipping boards and clothes and keeping track of inventory and like all the stuff that comes with having like our own spot. I can't wait, man. I can't wait to get my hands dirty, learn everything from you, free you up to do some more stuff like with this, the podcast or yeah. Perfect. With all I need, whatever you need to do. If you want to extend stuff or focus more on stuff, dude, just, just let me know, man. Help, help. Take some responsibilities. Yeah. Can't wait. Help with New, Eng- New England AM is going to be sick, too. Yep, yep. Which is coming up November 5th and 6th. That, oh, was, yeah. that was a plug, yo. <laughs> the Edge Indoor Skate Park. Sick. <laughs> Looking forward to it, man. I was actually, I actually had my vacation planned around that. So uh, before I realized I was going to be moving home, I took my vacation in November just to come out for that, man. Yeah. Because I know this is, what, the third or fourth one? Uh, third. It'll be third our one? third year, yeah. Third year, yeah. That's and we're right. talking about trying to premiere the new All I Need video oh, that weekend. So, like, the first day we'll do 14 and under, 15 and over divisions. And then that night, everyone, just like last year, we all went to No Prob for an after-party live music. Uh, Narragansett Beer sponsored it. So there's beer, there's live music. The music was dope. And, uh... But then, so we're going to do that again, but I want to ha- try to get, like, a theater or a gallery right there to rent out and to yeah. premiere our new video because we've been working really hard, and I think it would be rad because all the last two years we've had over 25 shops come, and three they bring three riders each, and then 1,415 and over, and, like, you know, like, so all these people are already in the area, so then we could just premiere the video, and it would be, like, a lot of people there, a lot of hype, and it would be the perfect time. So we're trying to hustle and make this all fit this all in so i need a lot of help <laughs> yeah i can't wait man i'm down down to learn down to jump in get my hands dirty yeah looking forward to it yeah I, all right so i appreciate that and this is gonna be fun and uh i don't really want to talk about politics because we talked about it last night a little bit yeah that's not a good topic yeah but <laughs> i feel like i just want to talk about voting again i just can't like i've never voted is that fucked up i feel people make me feel guilty for never voting and well, we were I don't talking know, about if it last you're not, night. If you're not into it, if you don't 
pay attention to it at all, how would you know how to vote? Yeah, exactly. So you're doing the right thing. You're, you're not. I mean, you're not. Just, you're not just voting on a whim. You know. Yeah. At least you're you're voting to your politics, which is absolutely nothing. That's you fucking fair. Hate politics. Yeah, that's fair. and that's fair. That's fair, right? You're that's actually fair. really, really cynical about politics. You have some crazy. Is that things. what you picked up last night? Yeah. We were walking my dogs last night, and. Uh, we had the politic talk. You picked up that I was super cynical? I yeah, guess I yeah, am. Right? You fucking hate it. You think they're... Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's bullshit. You don't like the man. It's a broken system. No, it's yeah. not that I don't like the man. I just don't like the system. Yeah, There's the system, system is broken. They're feeding us bullshit constantly. Yeah. Your it's vote insulting. probably really doesn't matter. It's insulting to me that they tell me to vote for the presidency because there's a two-party system, which has been for a long... When's the last time... There's a third party. Has there ever been a president that well, came from... No, not that's been elected from a third party. But never. Never. They're not, they have to get... What do 50, you... You have to get... You have to poll 15% in the polls just to get into the debates. Yeah. So they're not even going to be known. The reason why I hate politics debates. right there is because they use numbers to keep people out. Yeah. Number one, the system's <laughs> broken. Fuck them. Second of all, you're telling me there's only two people, two parties that we could have options for in a world, in the leading country... Yeah. The world capital, basically, America, like the superpower of the world. You're telling me there's only two power sh- systems that we have to choose from that are the best options? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's not the best options. <laughs> so then when we, I, I, I can see voting on state level. Yeah, like because those are the policies that actually affect you that make an immediate that affect your backyard and your home and like you actually may have some influence and sway on. But to to insult me and be like vote for presidency like they're like the people in power are just going to give up their power and resources and be like you know what the country wants this let's just give it up. (laughs) You know what voting works. Well, change is slow, dude. No one's going to get everything that they promise you on their platform. Change is really slow. The gears of government and justice go sometimes not. Sometimes non-existent. Yeah. Every four years, change is non-existent. It's an illusion every four years. Minimal change. The only change I've ever seen is grassroots level. When people rise up and get make enough fuss and stink, and and then the, the governments change a little bit. The policy, yeah. and it's always like. And that's your battle. That's the battle you're fighting. That and yeah. the people that are going to vote have nothing to do with that battle. They don't even think about grassroots. Just like you don't even think about voting. It's not even. It's not on your radar because it yeah. doesn't affect you. Well, I don't. Well, this year definitely I'm not voting because I don't watch reality TV. And one of the candidates is a reality star, and I don't. I've never watched his show, mm-hmm. and I don't want to because reality TV. When it first formed, at least. I don't know about now. It really does affect you, though. Like, even though you don't don't know it. Like, (laughs) net neutrality, all that stuff. Those are super important policies that are going to be coming up into debate. But voting for... Podcasting is huge with net neutrality. Because if they they end up going with, like... It's a freedom of speech issue. Because they could do slow lanes, fast lanes. Exactly, the fast lanes. our freedom of speech is, like... they cut you up. They cut the small guy out. You know, you'd have to pay to play and all that bullshit. But is that voting for presidency? Was does does Hillary or Donald Trump state an opinion on that? I would love to see. Yeah, because like the TPP or whatever that shit is, the Trans Pacific Partnership, that's a big thing if it goes through. I don't follow that close enough to know much about it, but I know it affects net neutrality and all that shit. Here's my question though: If 
Do you really think that if enough people voted for net neutrality, new, say it again? Net neutrality? Thank you, I'm really high. <laughs> so that's going to be a tough one for me. That's a tough one when I'm sober, but it's a tough one when I'm high too. Yeah. Neutrality? Net neutrality. Neutrality? <laughs> net neutrality? Close. Damn, yeah. that was pretty close. <laughs> um, Almost, I'll polish that turd and get that down. I'll practice in a mirror. <laughs> Do you really think if, if the powers that be... The people that own the resources and the actual people in power, if their agenda was like opposite of that, and most people voted like, "Hey, let's keep it how it is," do you think that they would listen to the people? I have no idea. Or would it come down to riots and fucking fight, like Rodney King, or like fucking? Well, it'll come down to like internet bitching. That's how that's how they <laughs> shut it down last time. It's fucking just a bunch of people bitching on the internet message board. Yeah, enough, enough people to put in like uh, whatever. Um, fuck, what do you call it when you get a whole bunch of people to sign a thing? Petition. Petition. Yeah, yeah. people putting in petitions to stuff the bill. But yeah, you never know, man. I don't follow that stuff close enough, but. I mean, it's all important, dude. It's, it really is all important. But whether or not you vote, that's totally up to you. <laughs> we can. You agree. don't have to vote. We can agree to disagree. disagree. Yeah, I'm I gonna feel, vote. I feel it's important, but and I, I know that my vote may not count, dude, because of the way that the system works with the electoral college, whatever that bullshit is, they don't really count every single vote. But I'm talking but specifically presidency. Just to clarify this, for the pres, are you gonna vote for president? Maybe. I mean, we still have till November to hear... See what we, happens. We haven't even seen them, those two debate yet. I mean, that'll be a fucking shit show. I can't wait for that. Yeah, but that's like, now I'm going to vote for this shit show? Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I well, can you can get... vote against it. That's what, uh, the against good thing. It, you got like Gary two... Johnson and uh, Jill Stein running, dude. They... So you're optimistic that this year a third party, even though it's never happened ever in the history, no, the people you... in power have never allowed it, ever. <laughs> the show has never changed. It's the same reality show again and again. You're optimistic about now. No, I'm optimistic about being able to vote for them if you want. So you can say, I didn't vote for this bullshit. You can actually complain. If you I can. vote, If I you can. don't vote, you can't complain. Because you didn't have a say in the politics. So you, I did, though. You I said the politics the is bullshit. Race. That's why I didn't vote. That's a say. I say <laughs> it's bullshit. It insults my intelligence. Actually, I say that. It is an insult to anyone's intelligence that they can't see that the system is the same every year and that they're insulting. It's insulting to me. I know, but that's why you vote to change it. And change is slow. I agree it's that it's a privilege to vote, man. It's one of our rights. Not a lot of places get the privilege to actually vote. They are told what is going to happen. Yeah, that's, they don't, that's they when don't get the privilege to have their voice be heard, even though you're you saying may think it's a sham and your voice yeah. isn't going to be heard. Yes, but it's important to exercise your right for the presidency. For the presidency, I don't for think anything, so. it's important I don't think to so. exercise the rights that they give us. Because if enough people don't vote. It's just going to go to the assholes that you don't like. It's going to go that way either way. Look who the candidates are. I know. I know you don't like A third party's never won. But you don't have to put your vote for president. You can vote for everything else. Or you can even just show up in the voting booth, piss on the fucking paper, and leave and claim you voted. Get your little sticker and feel like feel like you participated in the system in no, your way. No, in your way. No, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, I say no. Uh, we'll, we'll agree to disagree. I mean, I don't think we're disagreeing. And I'm not I th- trying I think to... You, I think you're... I think you got the right idea. Fuck I'm, voting, man. Don't vote. And I'm, I'm for it. I'll, I'll support you 100%. I'm just saying it is important. Yes. And you really should think about voting. All right. You should at least look into it. All right, but in all sincerity, <laughs> I'm not saying for people not to vote. What I'm saying is the presidency is a fucking joke. And if anyone out there can't agree with that, like, 
I don't know what to say. Like, that's so scary to me. Because I know there's better qualified people out there. Whether they want to do it or not, I can't tell you. But, like, there's got to be better people. And the third party's never won. So that's, like, something, like, before I vote, we have to work that out. But issue. you're not putting your voice in to show that the third party is strong. You know what I mean? You could be that one vote that yeah, sways but it. You never Jeff, know. what you're describing you to know. me is this. This is what you're describing to me. You're describing a system made by people in power and influence, right? They've come up with this. They control it. They've manipulated it. We even voted against it before, and they put the president they wanted in anyways. Wasn't yeah. George Bush? Like, he actually yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah. Like, the that voting got swindled. So, so <laughs> this is my idea of politics. And I'm a loser of the capitalist society. Like, my family destruction because of it. Yeah. Like, we are the bottom rung. We were. That's where we start from. Yeah. Like, so I'm already disillusioned about that. I, <laughs> so what I'm saying is you're describing a system of people in power, and I have to give them my vote. I, they set it up. It's their game, their system. And then they're telling me that if I don't participate in their system, their game, even though... The proof has been in the pudding for as long as I've lived. Even Obama. And I'm not political. I don't want to be political at all. I'm glad Obama got in. Like, it's cool that a black person could be president. Like, that's amazing to me. Mm. That's amazing. It's fucking amazing. But then you look at the policy from what I heard, and I'm talking out my ass because I don't really follow, but the things yeah. I've heard is, like, he's as bad as other presidents prior to him, or the policies didn't change that much. A lot yeah. of the change was just shit that was going to happen anyways but because of the internet and because of... That's the key, though, is that much. Grassroots movements and That stuff. much. They can only do so much. So say your, your guy, your candidate, has, like, 50 policies that you're down for. Yeah. Even My if one, of two, one or two My one of two options. Yeah, yeah. But even if you get... Even if they get one or two of those campaign promises to go through, you know, that's... You can feel good about that. I don't know. Everyone tries, man. It, the system is what it is. It's not going to change fast. Here's what I'll say. If the president... They can only do so much. If the president... It, when it comes down to... The president has to keep the people happy. Right? That's, That's his goal, job. Yeah. Keep them fucking happy. Keep it growing. Keep the boat going, right? Yeah. That's that's the goal of the president, right? Whether mm -hmm. he's even just a puppet or not, because he, I imagine the I imagine the president is owned by like corporation, people in power that own resources, et cetera, et cetera. Because yeah. how else would you get power? You have to get the commodity, the things that people want, whatever, whatever. It's capitalist system, right? We're looking at it like that, right? I imagine. So even if he's just a puppet, whatever, mm -hmm. he can lie to the people because it's just like the power is the same. They have the agenda that's going to work for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? The people with the money and the power have an agenda, and they they want to keep it that way, so they make it happen. And they give you a puppet, and you go okay, and it gives you the illusion that you make because the presidency has never changed. Like literally, I was born. We were, you know, the way we were, I was born was like the bottom level, losers yeah. of the capitalist society. Like we have a lot of issues in the family. A lot of there was like mental health issues and things like that passed on generational whatever mm -hmm. so like we've done from that to where i'm at now it's just been survival mode like trying to move forward trying to yeah. grow take jobs and how many presidents it's been i've been alive for 33 how many presidents every like well, we were born in reagan so yeah reagan exactly. bush senior bush junior obama exactly so like i'm not saying i'm not saying i'm i'm not optimistic i think things are getting better i'm not mm -hmm. lying i think things are getting better on the whole and i think mm -hmm. that's a collective of us being able to connect and express and communicate with each other and dictate what 
sways the culture, like marijuana and gay rights, black movements, like trying to make everything equal. And we go extreme on both sides of those coins always. But like as a collective, people are like having this in enlightening, and yeah. we have more ways to have empathy because we can connect to each other and feel each other. That has nothing to do with politics. It has nothing to do with the president. And I feel like the agenda has never changed for them. If anything, at times they've slowed us down in the progression of things with like electric cars and shit like that. Like we could have changed resources a long time ago, but the mm -hmm. people that make you vote for their fucking bullshit, like so that's where my rub is. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like well, those, I, those movements, those grassroots, like on the ground movements, are what make change. But they're what Obama and promises policy, to fill. But they're, and they're what they're what. <laughs> Um, get policies made. You know they're not. You're not they're not going to change just because there's protests. They're going to change because you know they come up with different policies to make things better, and then you have to vote on them. So voting is always going to be state important. level presidency. State level, yeah, presidency level. though, that's where we're talking here. No, I know. I just don't get the president's position. One dude, one power. It's so archaic. It's stupid to me. Yeah. Come on, let's get a whole collective. Let's have. I don't want Apple to be the government, but like, come on, yeah, let's like have said, a really, bunch of people. You're really cynical about the system. <laughs> is what I'm saying. It's so old school, and it didn't never works. Yeah. It never worked. It's too concentrated. Power and wealth and shouldn't be concentrated into two parties. It should be. We have so many brilliant people. Yeah, but they don't have the mindset or the. Well, maybe now, but that's, we should start fucking figuring out a new way to do this shit. Like, we should have, like, oh, let's get all these great minds together and, like, yeah. but that's, like, a clash of, like, power. You like, know what I mean? The people that want to do it are the wrong people for it. They have the wrong. Yeah. But to do it, you have to be that type of person that's, like, you I'm know, optimist. Kind of shady, you know? Yeah. You, want, you have to be you able want to fight it already. For what you get. Yeah, you, you want it. Really want it's it. not a necessity. You want to be famous. You want power. You want yeah. people that walk around that want power and fame and, yeah. and, and sway and like. You're going to blur the lines to get what you A lot want of them are, are actors. The majority, of, and we actually have the reality star actors for the yeah. president. So, like, the characteristics is what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying all politicians are bad because there's some, I'm sure, that are like. They're yeah, great. Mostly state level. But to want to go for presidency, you got to like want money, power, and celebrity nowadays, right? Yeah. Right? Even Hillary. Yeah, they already have the money and power. They're like... Yeah. So they're, like they're, they're just locking positions family. down. So what I'm saying is like that's a broken system. Yeah. To get to that point. And voting, I'm not trying to tell people not to vote. I'm just saying the president... You should vote, people. Yeah, listen to Get them. out there and vote, man. Don't listen to Shetler. Fuck you, It's man. his own deal. Let him, <laughs> let, him, let him not vote. You haven't Fine. convinced me otherwise, and I'm trying to be You're fair. You're convincing me not to vote. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm fucking sick of this system. What if we had a state president? You could that only pick from two par parties. It but had they to be go this into way. his background so hard. They get so far up your ass, and they want to know if you fucking did anything in the past. So you got to have this squeaky clean past, which means you have to be a shitty person to cover up your shitty past. Because <laughs> no, yeah, no, no one's perfect. No one's perfect. Everyone's got those crazy things. Are like, you trying to convince me not to vote now? Is that what <laughs> that was? you going to vote? <laughs> I'm not going to vote now. <laughs> I'm not trying to be pessimistic. But you seriously, know, even if you are someone, you know... Anyone that's that's got the mental capacity to be president and like would be a really good president, great policies. Maybe they're not a lifetime politician. They wouldn't have the background. They wouldn't let them in because they won't let you smoke pot. They won't let you have any mistakes in the past. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless you're already a politician, then they can make all the mistakes they yeah. want. Cover it up. You yeah. can you can create crime. You could probably murder. Brick murdered someone. <laughs> <laughs> he murdered someone with a truck. I didn't mean to ask you about that. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like Rogan always says it. He's like like a cop. 
the person that has the mindset to be a cop shouldn't be a cop because oh, they yeah. want that power. They want to be able to, you know, rule over the people. They yeah. want that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He talks about that a lot. Like, yeah. imagine the mindset. But, you know, at the same time, it's like there are good people out there that do but that But the people that would be good for the job, that people would be like, oh, yeah. like Don't I want it. See, don't want it. Too and that's why you have to change the fucking system. Yeah. We have to, and I'm I'm optimistic about time. Time is what makes me optimistic about the future, not not fucking policies and voting. Because I see over time things are gradually getting better. Because you know, especially when the internet and the phones, and it's like we all have little mirrors now. We have a, yeah. a, a different perspective with this uh, this dimension that the internet brings. So like you can see everyone. We can see our ugliness. We can see our greatness. We can see our charity. We can see everything. We can. We can kind of feel empathy for more people because you're experiencing more people, diversity. You're experiencing in a virtual world and, and in, in person, you know? Like, yeah. So you can see. So I'm optimistic because as a collective, as humans on Earth, we're all kind of seeing each other now and we're trying to correct the mistakes of the past, which we yeah. never really had that before. Remember yeah. the only time you could correct things before was like a Bible with religion and like they would tell you a path of like, and then they would shame you and tell you you had to do it their way, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But you could take things from religion <clears throat> and you could take good things from religion and you could form your own little thoughts and see yeah. what's productive and not what, you know, like I don't have to believe the everything they tell me, you know, but like, yeah. so like over time, I feel like now it's like we can all kind of have we're forced to have more information than we ever were before. Yeah, and we're we forced have to have an opinion about it, too. Yeah, so now, sort of. We're so, the, well, I mean, we kind of are. We're that age, but we're our generation is going to start running this shit. Inherit, the, inheriting the earth. I've talked yeah. about this before because yeah. you start as a child, you're new, you're a newbie, and then you become the, the one that's part of the system and you're creating yeah. tax dollars for the people to steal from you and et cetera, <laughs> et cetera, you know? Exactly. And then you're kind of inheriting the earth as the adult and then new people are coming in, right? But cycle. that's what's so interesting about this generation because just look at this podcast. Dude. You're getting out to people that you never would have gotten out before, you know what I mean? No one would have known your, like not as many people would have known your story or yeah. your lack of politics. Now they're, now they're I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, People like you who don't have who don't like politics have a have a say now. You know you have yeah. an equal say, if not a better one. Because well, people least aren't watching the news as much. People aren't watching the traditional media, traditional yeah. TV. This is the new entertainment. Well, at least this is my first time really having this conversation, so this is probably new to my listeners. Yeah. But at least now I have the opportunity to discuss what I feel. Yeah. Which before is just like you have to do it this way. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. At least yeah, I have a way awesome. to have you this have, conversation. You have no rules to follow, which is great. Which is a new type of. A new type of shit. Who knows what politics are going to look like in eight more years. The only way we'll know is if we have a lot of conversations from people all over the fucking place. And then we can kind of collect the data and it sways and people can find ways that work. And then we can form something new. That's the only fucking way. But it takes the average person, like, to, to to have a voice or a platform or even just to, like... Go to a town hall and yeah. like vote, right? Is what you said? Go to yeah. town hall. <laughs> but I'm saying we have to do it without the old archaic way. We have technology yeah. now. We can yeah. form these things. And I'm sure there are message boards, and they all get swayed by banner ads. And yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm sure, like I'm sure, like the Democrats pay banner ads to websites and influence these bloggers that like, oh, vote but for Democrats. Look, look, blah, blah, blah. look how Obama was on the Mark Maron podcast. Yeah, That's I, amazing, I remember dude. that. That was crazy. Like the the top. Top job in the country is coming down to the lowest form of media. You know what I mean? Like the grassroots media podcast. It's pretty sick. Has a top dog that's on the show. That's amazing. Marin should have threw some fucking curveballs though. Yeah, because yeah, if, yeah, if, if you want to stay, anything. if you want to stay true to podcasting, it's an amateur thing and it's raw and it's all over the place. And you could say some shit like, 
you know, I put your dread in my mouth. He could have. Shirley was taking shots of piss. We should have asked yeah. Obama some shit that was, like, real human level. Like, what's the biggest fucking mistake you've ever made? Like, I'm imagine sure it Obama. was more scripted than not. Like, yeah, that's the difference. That was the deal for having him on, I'm sure. But, I mean, that's that's the beginning of a whole new thing. Like, it's going to be important to get the word out to people when they know that this is the new way to do it. Well, if there's enough, if there's enough... I'm obviously I love podcasting, but if there's enough podcasting, whether it's YouTube, uh, audio versions, video versions, if there's enough people doing it, then honesty will be very familiar. Yeah. Because yeah. if people are doing it correctly and they're being very honest to themselves and having other people on, it's like you start you you can tell authenticity through audio and through long format stuff and video for the most. You can tell when people are actors if there's a lot of people doing it because the, tr- yeah. the people that are honest, it's going to be so enjoyable and refreshing and like. If there's enough of those voices, then when a president comes up and he's clearly a fucking puppet, right? Which I think we're at already, but maybe it's a few years away. That's Um, the best part about podcasts, though, in the long format. You can just talk about anything and everything. Yeah. Shit comes up. And, yeah, you can just get so much cool information out there from the ground up. Yeah. I'm hyped that you latched onto it, because you're much like me. Like, you like to keep your mind occupied. Yeah, definitely. You like to collect little things, too. I do. Do you still do that? Yeah, I had to get rid of a lot of stuff when I was moving, though. Because I, I, I went to your house one time, I remember, like, all the little, like, one-inch uh, <laughs> yeah. limbs around the house up near the ceiling. You had them yeah. with, like, little knickknacks that you, like, found or bought. Yeah, or I had little trinkets on all the molding around the molding, whole apartment. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. You could oh, do that man. in your room, but t- you probably don't do that in the living room. <laughs> don't be laying your dreadlocks around anywhere. I've changed a lot. I've grown, <laughs> up. I've grown up a little bit since then. I'm a little bit neater of a person. A little bit neater of a How's person. How's your uh, Coca-Cola addiction? Totally non-existent? Yeah, non-existent, man. No more Coca-Cola, no more cigarettes. Amazing. No more Red Bull. How'd you I be- got back onto the soda a little bit, though. Yeah. Like, I've been drinking a few Dr. Peppers here and there, some... Uh, uh, ginger ale, I fucking love ginger ale. Moderation's fine. If you know yeah, it's moderation. not good for you, because before you were abusing the shit out of Coca-Cola. Oh, man. Dude, you have no idea. You, you have no idea, and you were there for it. <laughs> you go on, yeah, I know. You got, like, dirty secrets. You're like, yeah, one time I fucking <laughs> three liters in one hour. Uh, no, but you literally sucked on that shit like a bottle. Like, I remember yeah. we'd go out on sessions. We'd be getting, like, water and, like, lemonade yeah. or something. You'd have, like, a two liter of cola yeah, with I'd you. roll with a fucking two liter, dude. The Gnarly. hell was I thinking? Gnarly. <sighs> Do you know when I moved to no SF? No diabetes ever. No, not yet. Amazing. When I moved to SF and I got good health not insurance, yet. I, called, I called the dentist and I was like, yeah, so I have eight cavities that I can <laughs> see in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> that are staring at me. <laughs> so I went there and every tooth had a cavity. I had to get, I just finished, so I, I, it took almost five years to get all my teeth back to normal. Gnarly. And that was just from a lifetime of being a shitty child till I was 30. <laughs> you lived it up, though. I did, man. I, I got my wildness out. Hey, um, my little kid stuff. Ha, ha, you have a Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola tattoo, don't you? I do, yeah. I got my Coca-Cola bottle. Yeah, the bottle on the back. Yeah, that was my 21st, hold on, hold that up. 21st birthday in, uh, in Canada, actually. It was one of our Montreal trips. Nice. Yeah, you guys used to do Montreal. That was always oh, good. Oh, dude, we'd go every year. It's my birthday's on uh, December 30th. So we'd hit up Montreal, we could drink at 18, you know, so we'd go get a hotel and just have a two-night bender, just my my birthday and then New Year's Eve the next night. Yeah. Oh, dude, so <laughs> I, I don't even remember some of those nights, man. <laughs> I remember I got ditched one night. Oh, man, we were at the stupid strip club, because that's what 
we all wanted to do, dude. We went to um, St. Catherine Street, and it was just all strip club. It yeah. was fucking hilarious. Is it like 18 in Canada? Or yeah, yeah, it's all 18 yeah. and over, so you can drink. And uh, so we're going into different strip clubs. And uh, What's some of the names? Of the clubs? Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember. Uh, it's mostly French, though, because it's, it's like a big French community there in Montreal. Yeah. But one time we were there, and it was... Uh, Poutine? Mike Hathaway, <laughs> Ryan Toole, Travis Lowe... And myself. Everyone's under the bus. Yeah, yeah, everyone's going down. <laughs> so we're sitting there, right? And Travis is right to my left. And we're just fucking hammered, having a good time. What are we drinking at this time? Oh, dude, it was kamikaze shots. Because that, right. that's what made him do what he was about to do. So we're, <laughs> so we're drinking beer and we're having a bunch of shots, you know, and just not even paying attention to the girls or nothing. And all of a sudden, my arm's all wet. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look over and Travis is smiling. He's like, I just puked on you, dude. <laughs> I was like, oh man, let's go get cleaned up. So we go to the bathroom and he clean was ourselves. Smiling at like, you? He was smiling. I'm Weird. like, what the fuck? And he looks over and he's like, I puked on you. <laughs> oh man, so many good nights. Gross. And then after that, we went and uh, we went to like a traditional club, like a lame-ass dance techno type shit. And I was so drunk and I had to check my jacket. I had this like ridiculous echo unlimited jacket nice it was so gangster nice. and ridiculous nice. way too big for me and i was like 120 pounds with an xl jacket which makes it so sick yeah, yeah instantly instantly i had like 30 pockets yeah so i checked the stupid jacket and then don't refrain to do, try to refrain from calling it stupid <laughs> so i checked the awesome thank you dope echo jacket sound fresh and uh, yeah my fre- my fresh jacket <laughs> and uh you know we're doing our thing and the club was so lame. I'm not a big dancer, techno thing. And I look around, and they're all gone, dude. Everyone ditched me. I don't know where I, where I am. It's my birthday, and everyone's fucking gone. <laughs> and I'm like, what the shit? So I go to get my jacket, and the line's like 60 people long. So I'm like, fuck this jacket. Oh, you motherfucker. Dude, because I'm all drunk. I don't care. And I'm like, fuck this jacket. So I go outside, dude, and I'm alone in Montreal, too drunk to know exactly where I am. And it's freezing cold and no snowing. jacket no jacket and i'm just wandering around the streets <laughs> i end up slipping onto my ass and sliding down this hill in the middle of the road and i'm like what the fuck and i finally find my hotel room and then i that was the worst nightmare i ended up puking and tim rio was there i guess he didn't come out i don't remember what that story was maybe that was the night i'm getting the nights mixed up but i remember one of my birthdays or the night before my birthday Tim Rio was there, what, because I got so drunk, and he's patting me on the back. What up, I'm, Timmy? As I'm throwing up, and I'm like, don't let me drink this much on my birthday. <laughs> just bawling my eyes out, like, crying to Tim, and he's just talking shit. Oh, man. Uh, we made old? such fools of ourselves in Montreal, man. That was a fun time. How old are you? Yeah, we must have been, like, 18, 19, and 20. To be that age again. Yeah, because we went three years in a row. We did a couple of, uh, like, springtime trips, too, just for skating. Yeah. Those are fun. Nice. Montreal's pretty rad for skating. Um, you also got a PBS tattoo. I do, yeah. How'd that come to be? Man, I was watching so much PBS, just, uh, because all I had was my little antenna for my TV, so I just got the basic channels. Nice. And it was all PBS all the time. What was some of the stuff? Like, Frontline, the the PBS documentaries and whatnot, like, all their documentary series, Wild, Nature, those two were were the best. Those were the names, Wild and Nature? Yeah, Wild was one, and then Nature was another one. Those were, like, the wildlife documentaries. Frontline was, like, a news, like, topical type of documentary. I remember Frontline. And then there was, uh... Wasn't it, like, Frontline... 
frontline ABC or P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might might not be frontline. It was some something else. Yeah, something else. But then, yeah, Bob Ross would come on every nice. night. Nice, and, uh, You know me. Could you hear me last night going to bed listening to Bob yeah, Ross? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So comforting. Yeah, Bob Ross would come on. So I was just watching so much PBS back then. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, seeing the symbol every time. I was like, I should get that symbol. So I ended up getting the PBS tattoo. Nice. On kind of on a whim. It's so. so faded, dude. Yeah, it's a little faded. Thing got infected. Got a little gnarly, man. And you got board slide. Board slide. Yeah. It looks like someone just that stick and poked you with, and wrote board slide on your arm. Yeah, it's my own handwriting. Thanks. Nice. Looks like a child. That's awesome. I got a few that Heidi did. Your sister. Yeah. She did that one. If you're not now, you never were, and ne- and probably never will be. Yeah, and a part of VCR. If if you don't know, then you probably don't, and you never will. So and we'll leave it at that. No VCR. We'll talk about VCR. In the <laughs> no as way. As far as far as making products and like having having a, a presence in the world, we were first. VCR came out in 2001. You never had it. We were like seven years ahead of It was a fictitious, AIM. it was a fictitious, fictitious because you got kicked off. <laughs> I never got kicked off. You never got kicked off. All right, then why did we have products specifically saying that you got kicked off the team? All right, guys, this is so childish. They would just take like whatever hat they already had, it could be any other brand, and they would like sharpie it and marker it, and they were like, they they and they were trying to like dude we had socks and shoelaces we yeah we you spread, just wrote on the shit spread, you had we spread so quick and little <laughs> kids knew about us far and wide and we had nothing and little kids still knew you didn't sell one product you didn't sell one product yeah right? we didn't our product was ourselves yeah that's true and it was amazing gay tim was our product v- very, vcr stood for very crazy rednecks yeah and none of you were very crazy or, well except for tim tim was the redneck so vcr yeah. bstf uh very crazy rednecks and then our our trick was board stalls to fakie so yeah. we just go into the mini ramp <laughs> and uh do doubles just board stalling the fakie over and over again to piss people assholes off. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that all came about one time. It was more around. of a crew than a brand. I'll give you that. And I never was kicked out. I didn't ever. I never, never thought it was cool because you guys were so jockish. And that's why we kicked you off. Well, Honor, honorary kicked off. Well, that's fine with me because <laughs> I'm not participating in your bullshit. <laughs> but you do. Have it a- was bullshit. But it was fun as <laughs> shit. I still have the original shirt. Nice. Yeah. Tim, Tim Perry drew it in the original skate shop of Wareham location. Remember that tiny little... Yeah. Little it's now it's now a um, tanning salon. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a Hot Bodies or some bullshit like that. Sick, sick. Just strange. But yeah, it was just like the mom and pop skate park that they opened up. It was so small yep. in a little shopping mall. Oh, dude, I remember one time we were driving. Most of it, I think it was either you or Mike driving. And me and Gay Tim were in the back just fucking acting up. And uh, you kicked us out on the highway, like on... Like, I did? Yeah, in Wareham, <laughs> you uh, pulled over and said, get the fuck out. So me and Tim get out, and we're walking down the shoulder of the highway, and a fucking cop rolls up, because you're not supposed to walk on the highway. Yeah. What the fuck, like, I'm an what asshole. the hell are they doing out here? So we're like, they were like, all right, come on, jump in the car, give us a ride. We'll give you a ride. So me and Tim got a ride in the back of the police car to the skate shop, right? And we were like, uh, go out there and uh, tell Roger that you picked this up. So the the cop goes out and he's like, "Do these two belong to you? We picked them up on the highway for whatever." He's like, "Nope, never seen them before." Oh, Roger! And Roger did? threw us under the bus, dude. He totally disowned us. He's like, "Nope, never <laughs> seen those two idiots in my life." <laughs> <laughs> he's so, like, "I'm not losing the skate shop for these fuckers." <laughs> I don't know what they did, but they rolled up in the back of a cop car. <laughs> but yeah, it was either you or Mike that kicked us out of the car. I forget. 
Yeah. I don't say it doesn't sound like me, but it, it could have been. Like, it sounds more like Mike. Could have been me though. Let's not yeah. deny that. <laughs> could have been. I missed that place, man. I had so much, so many good times at the the skate park, man. Yeah, it was ridiculous because it literally the spot that they built the skate park in was not meant. It was like a hot bodies now. It's a hot topic <laughs> or whatever. It's like it's like a retail space. So yeah. like we had a skate park. The roofs probably weren't even tall enough. No, and no, like the barely. ramps were micro, but built kind of. It was like it was so fun, but it was like ridiculous that that was allowed to happen. Yeah, so good for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that was a rare one, man. A lot of people probably that was only around for a few years. Felt like forever, man. I think they did it was some only demos. There for two years. Did some demos there too? Fibro demo. Yeah, there might have been some, another one. Some too. contests. So I was like, uh, when we first met Westgate, was when he started coming to the park. Yeah, that's true. And then he'd only been skating for a few months, and we we're doing one of the contests, and I was in like the intermediate or something. <laughs> and so and he fucking smoked me. Brandon did. Yeah, and he'd only been skating a few months. He did like front blunts down the hubble and shit. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> Yeah, just swallow that, huh? <laughs> like, God, he's a fetus and he's killing it. That was probably the last time I attempted to compete. Yeah. In anything, yeah. Yeah, I remember Skating. for a long run, you just kept to board sides. That was like one of the things. Rock and roll and yeah, board sides. Like 20 You're... years now. Yeah. <laughs> I've still been doing it. It's awesome, though, because like, we haven't seen each other. Like We'll go like years without seeing each other. And then I always say this to people. I always am like, the truth is in the skating. Like, if you can... People can say whatever they want. Like, if you skateboard, and you can say whatever you want, you know, when you meet someone, they're like, yeah, things are good, I've been shredding, like, and then you see them, and they're like, you can tell they haven't been skating. Yeah. So it's like, awesome, whatever, you don't skate, whatever. But, like, I can, I love when I see the homies, and I'm like, how you been? Good. And then I go out there, and we catch a session, like, me and you, it's been years at times. Yeah. And we catch a session, and I'm like, dude, he's still so sharp and on top of his skating. Like, to me, you've progressed. Yeah, I have, yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel more comfortable on my board right now than I have in a long time, man. Maybe even, like ever yeah like as far as comfort level like i feel in control and style yeah, exactly. and you can do what you can do and you can still push it a bit yeah which is that. like which to me is the truth so when i meet someone and they say that they're doing all right and i know they love skating and then i see them and they haven't skated i'm like yeah it's kind of oh, what do you mean you're doing all right like you don't have <laughs> the skating i've had sessions with you i know you love this fucking thing but with you it's like every time i seen you do it's just like we pick up where we left off yeah you're just I'm like, you want to go skate? You want to sweat? Was that you? Might have been. Okay. Yeah, you're just ready to shred, and I can tell you're sharp on your board, and you've been on the time. Because that's the truth, dude. When you're skating, and you're just fucking, you're exercising your heart, and your, like, reflexes, and you're being creative, and you're having fun. Even if you're just pushing through the city, yeah. it's like, you're in motion. You're poetry in motion. Like, yeah. Just hit little curves, little ollies, you know, a little... Yeah. Little great scrapes with your tail. Those yeah. are the best. The little flat ground trail scrapes and yeah. shit. So yeah. fun. Just cruising around the city. So fun. Yeah. And I just love people that, like, never let go of that. Because yeah. I've met so many people that, like, I could see skateboarding benefited them so much. And it brought them so much joy. And then, like, life... You see them and you're like, you can tell life just took them a different direction. And they always, always are like, I wish I was skating. And all I'm like, dude, skating hasn't gone anywhere. If anything, it's here even more so. Yeah, like, just get them, just come skate. There's more places to skate. There's more ways to be a part of skateboarding nowadays. Like, it, it's still here. Like, I hate when people set, talk like that because they all seem nostalgic and reminiscent. Like, and I'm always yeah. like, dude. And then a lot of times they come back. I'm like, see them again. It's they're always older. There. And That's they're like, 
and it brings them, makes them happy again. That's the best part about skateboarding. It's always there, and you can always do it, man. Just throw your board down, and yeah. you're, you're it. That's it. It's so it's such an individual, personal thing. Like, all you have to do is push around if that's all you want to do, you know? It's so fun. Yeah. Push around, power slides, yeah. anything, anything. Yeah. You don't even have to go for it every day, you know? Nope. Just pushing to the store is a blessing, you know? It's so it's, fun. The thing about skating that's right is it forces you to be childish. Because yeah, you have yeah. to like, it's you have to like jump on this piece of wood and wheels, and it's like you have to kind of like learn how to balance, and then you have to like when once you get that, you want to have style and you want to learn some tricks, and mm-hmm. then like it kind of it keeps you in the practice of just learning and progressing and trying to be in the moment. Because you're yeah. rolling, you have to be in the moment, and you'll get hurt. So it's like. It's so beautiful. Dude, even <laughs> even like that dude, I I see that one dude at Soma that Tim posted jumping off the roof. Oh my that god! That dude's at Soma all the time jumping off the freeway. Yeah. So you this, so <laughs> th- for the people listening, there's this dude that always jumps off things that are like how tall would you say? Fifteen, sixteen feet? Is it that? Dude, that's got to be taller. It's really? Got to be like twenty feet at least. I've seen him. Oh, sorry, nice. sorry for yelling, but I've seen him do it on like five different bridges you yeah. jump on. just straight acid drop right dude, jumping off drop. to flat like straight nothing down. but impact yeah yeah and this dude does it all the time and that's exact it, that's that's like it's that's what it's like watching him skate like it's just so tense seeing yeah. him do anything because even if he tries to like yeah. skate traditionally it's terrifying watching him like he's he, you can tell he's been doing it a while like the dude can skate but he's like a gymnastics dude he likes doing backflips and just jumping off shit you know yeah but just even stuff like that is so rad to watch. Yeah. Like, I just love it, Energy, you know? energy. Like, I don't like... care what you're doing. You can acid <laughs> drop off a roof all day, dude, and I love it, you know? It's so fun. It's just such good energy, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you feed off of it, because then it makes you want to go do something silly, you know? Yeah. Like, it makes you The wanna... only problem with that approach is you're rolling the dice too many times. I look at Jaws. Oh, yeah. Jaws is fucking amazing. So but he's so to much. the point now where he's... And he's young enough that he has the capability to roll the dice so many times, but... I've seen way too many big ollies from that guy. Yeah. Way too yeah. many. Where I'm just like, dude, you're rolling the dice. Like, there's no point. Like, you've done ten big ollies. Like, it, maybe because he's just built like a, a teenage mutant frog. I guess. Like, he's built like, maybe he's a mutant body, like, where it's just impact doesn't affect him. It's gonna win the it long run. To, though. <laughs> yeah. Right? I can't imagine. Yeah. I hope not. I hope he can go forever. But I just... That, he's, he's really good traditionally too. Oh, he's, he's fucking amazing. Yeah. You could tell that dude indulges in skateboarding a hundred percent on every front. Yeah. He just has this weird freak ability with his legs, and he is young enough that it's like. And that, but I'm just like, to me, when I do like, I've had like a lot of tricks, and I like wanted to see like the gnarliest I could get with it, or the most technical, or whatever. Yeah. And I hit these heights, and I don't just keep running with them. I move on. There's so many fucking tricks I could go after. You know, yeah. like. You could never beat skateboarding. So to me, I'm like, to roll the dice on that many ollies, like these life, that to me, what seems like a life-risky ollie, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, oh, life-risky. Career- everything he does looks career-risking, do you? Career-risking, but not just career, but like life-risking, yeah. like yeah. that many times. I just don't think there's a need for it. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. It's oh, a different type, man. It's a different type of skateboarding, totally. That's helmet skateboarding. Yeah. At that sure. point, you're like, Mike V has it right. Throw the helmet on. It might as well be mega ramp stuff, you know? <laughs> I'm stoked this year, uh, New England Am, uh, Protex coming on board to sponsor it. Dude, that's sick. You guys are going to have the bowl jam? The snowman, snowman bowl? Snowman bowl jam. That's sick. Which I'm going to need your help with. Hell yeah. It's going to be epic, dude, and I'm hyped those guys are down. Um... And shout out to RP Best, who's been on the show, I think, once or twice now. And yeah, he's the man that... Uh, he had a good episode. What up, RP? Yeah, RP's the buddy. man, and he always helps out with everything, which is so epic. <laughs> fucking good dude. 
yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, SF and that dude. Why did you see him try that more than once? Though? Yeah, yeah, I've seen him try it every time he's there. He does. How it. does he get to that point? Does he just get? Do people feed into it, or does he try it once and then? No, like, no, he he just climbs shit. Like he just wants to climb stuff. So he'll be climbing like hanging off that thing like when he's not acid dropping yeah he'll scoot over to where it's like 30 feet and just plain drop like really just let go and just drop yeah the, the dude fuck? just likes jumping off shit i have no idea it's crazy watching him wow. and it's just he climbs everything and like it's under a freeway so he's up on the freeway overpass yeah he's like jumping off hardcore parkour yeah yeah pretty much <sighs> hardcore, it's like he's just like hardcore jumping off shit it's not even parkour because he doesn't duck and roll he just takes the impact he just fucking eats it with his legs, dude. He doesn't... He, there's no... I know, I've seen him. His knees knocked on the ground. <laughs> yeah. On the last one I watched? No skill or grace. No. He just dropped. Yeah. It's fucking Why? crazy. What I the know. fuck? There's so much other shit you could do. I have no idea. Let it go. Yeah, but Tim Rio just sent me another clip of him doing it on something else. I'm like, God damn, this dude just jumps off everything. Playing with But yeah, mine. just watching skateboarding, participating, just... It's never going to go away, you know? No. It's one of my favorite things. If anything, it's being part of culture now. It's getting cemented into culture because so many people participate and love it. Like, it, we, everyone's put so much effort into growing this thing that we love. Not just the industry side, but even just the participation side, the, the fun side, the creation yeah. side, where people are making videos. Not for profit, not for nothing. Like, just to have a community of people like-minded having fun together and doing something we all love and having personality together in that community and knowing each other and like yeah. really sweating and meeting and like mm -hmm. like that is at an all time high. I think skateboarding's at the it's at a pin, it's at the best it's ever been because skateboarding's not stagnant. It's not yeah. controlled by people. It's not like football and there's not all these rules. It's ever changing and anyone can be a part of it. So we're yeah. always growing and moving forward and progressing and like yeah. as a as a community. Yeah. Not even just the art side, but as humans and individuals, like we were saying, skateboarding keeps you young and it keeps you always in the moment because if you're on that thing, it's the truth because you could get hurt, so you've got to be in the moment and you got to make yeah. sure your skills are up. Even just pushing. Yeah, yeah. Which is a great thing to have in life, a great vehicle for progression in life and yeah. to keep you feeling like your heart beating, you know? I always, I always trip out on, like, people that don't skate. Like, I always wonder, what do you do, like, in your free time? What do you do yeah. with your homies? Like... I get it. Like, you hang out. You go to do different activities, I guess. Like well, there's, like, I know there's a group of people that there's, like, drinking is, like, their college. They have their yeah. college, and they drink, and they have these parties, and they're experimenting with girls and bullshit and drugs and whatnot. I mean, skateboarding yeah. does that, too. But, like, that becomes their skateboarding. Yeah. And a lot of yeah. that becomes unhealthy real quick. <laughs> but skateboarding's so good at, like, keeping crews together. Plus, like, you're physical. Like, you're doing an activity. I mean, maybe people exactly. go to the gym or something. But yeah, then you yeah. can't be so creative in the gym. Exactly, kind of yeah. Just, like... It's such a good creative outlet for, you know, for like me who might not have had anything else to create. Yeah. You know, I'm not like an artist or, you know, it's just skateboarding is an outlet to create with. And yeah. regardless what I, what I put out there, you know, it's fun to me. Yeah. And that's all that really matters. It's something you can put your life force and energy into and express yourself in any which way. Yeah. Which gives you identity and purpose and like. Yeah. Fucking awesome. And yeah, back in the day, you know, I started like not going out as much in Long Beach just because I wanted to fuck around. Like I wanted to sit around and smoke weed and you'd be like, come on, come on, you gotta go you out. You can smoke weed and skateboard, Jeff. I know, but this was like, I was, <laughs> Prior. I was on a different program for a minute. And I mean, I was still skating, but it definitely took a middle burner not quite a back burner but yeah I definitely I went a couple years without 
I think that's normal. I think that's Skating normal. I, I had like a short stint. It was a small stint where I like I kind of got sidetracked with girls and like just hanging out. Like I was in a negative space because I was like. I was angry, and I was young, and I, like, kind of, like, I just didn't give a fuck about shit, so, yeah. like, even skating at that point, I was, like, it wasn't long, I think it might have been, like, maybe a year, mm-hmm. I still skated, but I wasn't, like, healthy at the time. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, maybe that's what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, I or definitely caught went up through a part, shit. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't healthy mentally either, which, in part, I think was because I wasn't skating, you know, you guys had just left and all mm-hmm. that, and I was just, like kind of tripping not skating as much partying too much but as soon as i picked up my board again dude it was like oh this is what it was this is what i've been missing like i don't know why but it's the remedy yeah it's the (laughs) remedy for life man for sure yeah well i'm fucking so hyped you're back yeah me too man and thank you for doing this oh yeah it was fun yeah and you guys like i said you guys are going to be hearing jeff on uh future episodes because he's going to help me produce this he's going to be like if you listen to the rogan one he'll be like my young well like joe, joe has young jamie but i'm gonna have young jefe because then you tell me jefe is uh stands for jeff i think it means boss boss even better <laughs> it means boss in uh, spanish i think uh, see and this is why we're gonna have jeff so he can google this shit <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for listening oh yeah peace guys peace my brother all right last thing before we go i just want to thank the sponsors thank you to the edge indoor skate park don't forget new england am the third annual is coming up november 5th and 6th um also thank you to world industries um please check out worldindustries.com you can check out the Flameboy lives collection and my shoe will be dropping in october once again so once that's up we'll promote it uh and last but not least Please check out allineedskate.com. Everything's posted up there. The podcast is on the blog, uh, videos, anything All I Need related, it's at allineedskate.com. Thank you guys for listening. Peace.